Congratulations. You found yourself in that strange part of the internet again, but it's okay, because you're here with us. My name is Chris. This is Gus. Welcome to the Death Taco Podcast. And as you can see from the title, which is kind of vague and ambiguous. Planned. We're here to talk about the 2015 film, The Witch. What do you think of that intro, bro? I think I'm getting better at it. I think you're getting consistent. Yeah. I think that's my thing. I think I'm going to stick with that. It's going to be around for a while. Be like, this is also sponsored by Semen Wipes. <laughs> <laughs> I should, bro. Contact them. For real. Get yourself a plug. Sake of argument, though, man. Let's get the shots out of the way. All right. What is this again? Crown Vanilla. I was trying to smell it. Oh, yep, I Let's get a little salty in that bottle, I think, bro. <clears throat> Really room temperature. Yeah, like uh, that's how the pilgrims would have drank it. <laughs> Put the shit into your armpit before you fucking pull it out. <laughs> but now, so I don't know where I got the idea to want to talk about this movie. I think, like first and foremost, it was the idea of like <clears throat> colonial times and pilgrims and shit. Oh, let me tweet you. Let me uh, share your shit real quick. <clears throat> but go on. But uh, so, did you have any idea what this movie was like beforehand? Um, honestly, no. I didn't know it even existed, but when you see witch in the title of the movie, you can assume that it's going to be one of, like, fucking three themes that they always do. Hmm. You know, so you're like, eh. <coughs> it's going to be in the woods. It's going to be some sort of black magic, and people are going to get caught up in either the witch or become the witch type of shit. It's always the same. It's a fair way to look at it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so, like, this particular genre is, like, my kryptonite. Why? Because of everything in the world, I've said it on multiple of these podcasts. <coughs> God the damn thing Chris. that like <laughs> triggers me the hardest, bro, is um, the haggard woman. But there wasn't even. Well, I guess there was some. There was a couple. Yeah. yeah, there was. Mind you, they weren't like really crazy though. Like I've seen other movies, bro. Yeah. Like I've got like a Mount Rushmore of like fucked up old ladies. Oh, who's the top of there? Uh, Insidious. Oh yeah. Have you seen it? The second one. Yeah. With the old lady when she pulls out and she's like naked and shit. That one's not bad. Oh, that one's that was. That was like too uh, CG. It was not. It wasn't practical enough. All that shit CGI. I know, but it was like over the top. Like she looked like cartoony, like a Silent Hill fucking (laughs) video game character. Um, there's this movie called Lords of Salem that Rob Zombie did. Oh, I I I wanted to see that, but I never got around to seeing it. I heard Rob Zombie makes really good movies. Yeah, that one wasn't it. Uh, There's just a couple scenes that like stuck out to me that like fucked me up because, of course, also about witches. But uh, no, this movie, I remember when it was coming out, <clears throat> like I wanted to talk about how there's like a certain narrative that comes out when like certain horror films that you can just like get a feeling like, oh, this is going to be different. This one's going to stand out. Really? Yeah. Because think of like um, Hereditary. When Hereditary came out, that <clears throat> was a big fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And even further back when I was a kid, bro, when I'm like probably eight years old, 28 weeks late or 28 days later came out. Oh, I saw that in theaters. That was such a disappointing movie. I know, but it was hyped up and built to be like I hated the ending movie. Now I want to know why you hated Twenty Eight Days Later. The was it because they were English? No, because they had the scrawny ass white guy just murking everybody at the end. Bro, Cillian Murphy or Gillian Murphy, whatever the fuck. Get the fuck out of here! He probably was like one hundred twenty pounds on his best day. Bro, he's probably like six foot two, weighs one hundred five pounds. Exactly. The wind the wind that we had last week would fucking blow him over. And he was out there just murking people like fucking Logan. 
in, in the movie. So that, because yeah. of that, fuck your movie. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> like, okay, what is he fucking the, the 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 Captain America serum? He gets injected with the back, uh, the virus, and now he's fucking just. If you want to get technical with it, it's the end of the world. I'm assuming everybody's malnourished, even the skinniest guys on the same play, uh, playing field as most dudes. I guess. I guess. Like, it's not like I'm showing up out of nowhere, well-fed and fucking jolly. <laughs> just fucking Come at me, bro. tackle him and just fucking destroy his whole pelvis. <laughs> like, his whole body's just gone. Just fucking punch him in his cock and watch it fly away. <laughs> he explodes. <laughs> but nah, dude, yeah, so like, when this came out, I remember the trailer for it is the little girl playing uh, peekaboo with the baby. Yeah. That's an effective scene. I think the trailer gave away too much. Yeah, the trailer showed the only, like, memorable things that happen. Yeah, and trailers do that sometimes, and they fuck it up. Uh, and that's one of the things people have to learn how to do whenever they're cutting their their their, their trailer. They got to be vague enough to get people's interest, but not too giving where they give away a lot of the movie. Like, if you watch the movie, you watch the scenes that happen in the movie, and you're like, ah, shit, that was the best part. Or, oh, that was a good part. Well, they put that mm-hmm. in the trailer. Like, I could have watched the trailer and got just at the movie. But nowadays, like, you know how they say we're a five-second culture or some shit or even less? Like, your attention spans. Uh, I mean, dab. You got to, like, pull people in. I mean, if they do that, they're going to just go off, off of the wall type of shit. Like, American flags, guns, tanks, and shit. And be like, oh, by the way, we made a movie about a witch. Do you remember when that movie Cloverfield came out? I really liked that movie. Do you remember the trailers for it, though? Yeah. And it was, like, super duper, the complete opposite. What you're talking about, ambiguous. I like that. Because it made me think, <clears throat> what is this about? What are they going to be doing in the movie? It's kind of like, like remember we were talking about Spider-Man yesterday? Mm-hmm. Like, the way that they did the trailer, kind of, eh. But when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, it was nothing of what I expected. It was completely, I mean, it was a little bit of what I expected, but they did a lot of shit that I didn't think they would so do. So you like having your expectations subverted. Like, they're, no, you're thinking I, it's going to be one thing, and then they pull the rug from under you. No, because that's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you have your expectations <laughs> too high, and it doesn't meet it, you're going to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that also sucks. Where, like, for example, and I'll say it to be completely honest, when they made the Warcraft movie, I was like, oh, it's going to be legit. It was literally the story of Moses, but with World of Warcraft put yeah. in there. The trailer, well, you were like, oh, you know, is, 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 is Arthur's going to be in there or anything? Nah, it was just thrall, baby thrall at the end. You were like, get the fuck out of here. You got the fucking story of Moses from Dude, World if you watch, I've no, watched no, it. If you watch it, that I've is the story it. of fuck the way Thrall is the story of Moses. Who is who in the Okay, we're talking about the witch, but Thrall first break is, me down how World of Warcraft. Th- is, if you watch the World of Warcraft, Thrall uh-huh. in that movie is literally Moses. And who is Thrall again? Like I saw the movie the, but the orc chief, the main orc. Okay. Yeah. yeah the, the the he's like uh he's like a shaman and a a warrior. But he can do magic type of shit. Like he's like he leads the the the, the horde. Yeah. But anyway, in that movie, um, he's literally Moses. Like they just were like, well, the Bible did Moses. Let's just put Thrall in there. And, and he's it. all like, let my people go and shit. No, no, he was still a baby. But you know, he was floating down the river in a basket, mm. and some people found him and adopted him. And then he becomes him because he's being you know he's getting trained by a different crew that what he was born into. So I can see the vague similarities. I, I do. Yeah. Vanilla next the next expansion is gonna be the Lich King. I'm gonna start playing World of Warcraft again. Never played World of Warcraft. Oh my god! If you get into a good expansion, it's so fun. I'm a Skyrim guy for life. 
I've never it's, played Skyrim. Anyway, back like to the, the movie. Yes. You got a subscriber or a follower? I heard the sound. I did also. I didn't get a chance to see his name, though. Or she? Did you just assume their gender? Let's be honest, bro. It's all dudes in here. What is it? My boy, Phil Shamrock. Phil Shamrock. Uh, my boy, producer Pedro, was in the building. <clears throat> Shoutouts to Pedro, producer. Cloverfield go hard. It does. Yeah, that should go hard. The second one was good, too. Cloverfield 2? Mm-hmm. The Cloverfield Lane? Is that the one with John Goodman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't see the connection. It's in the same world. It has literally the Cloverfield in the title. I know, but it's the same universe. It's the same universe, but like they don't point that out until the very fucking end. I mean, I guess. It's literally in the it's title. It's a good movie. I liked yeah, it. It's a good movie. I like the ending, though. I like where it's going. Like I want to see what happens in Houston. Did you ever watch the other one they put on Netflix? The TV show or whatever? No. I, I forgot all about it. But we're not talking about the movie that we actually watched. I know. But so you said, told me yesterday, you thought it was kind of slow. It was very slow. What what the When I watched this movie, I watched it Friday night. No, I watched it yesterday. I went to go change my tire at the dealer. And I watched it while I was there because I was there for like an hour. I finished it at home. But um, so I watched this movie. And are we just going to go into it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I watched this movie. You see this young family at the beginning of the movie. They're getting di- they're getting thrown out of this uh, settlement that they're in for X reason. I'm not going to mention the reasons. The dad is like, "Oh well, fuck y'all. We're going home, or we're going out. We're, we'll leave." So they go to this place. They settle. They're the only ones there, and they start getting a little f- weird. First, the foremost, I think the thing that was kind of like they did it on purpose. They were praying in front of the land that they were going to go settle on mm-hmm. i was like up oh, now you know it's haunted or now you know there's a fucking witch there because they wouldn't they wouldn't have did that otherwise um yeah so before you even did all that i forgot we probably should have said like describe the movie vaguely i mean you get the gist of it it's a witch in the boot in the woods and there's pilgrims so it's, it's about like a family in like the 1600s and in new england in and new it was england. colonial times and it was before the salem witch trials and you know how all that went and they were like super most, religious they were the most generic pilgrims of all time like they all looked like they hopped off a can of corn my dude was rocking those uh supreme pilgrim clothes you see that was, fucking fire dude yeah he, was, he had waves and everything <laughs> took off his do-rag it was fucking wavy in there yeah yeah and it's about like a family who's they're exiled from their little they call it a plantation yeah their little village and they have to go live on like the edge of the woods and um yeah while they're out there shenanigans happens and that's more or less the plot of the witch yeah so basically that's the, the, the that that is it and then it becomes into this film where they every time they venture five feet from where their house is shit starts going wild the woods or the witches or whatever the fuck it is in there is drawing them out one by one in a way because that's kind of what it did it was somehow, some way, drawing them out. The little kids give away a lot of the plot. If you pay attention to what the little kids say, they give away so much of the fucking movie. Yeah, like if you're if you if you watch it the first time, you're like, oh, they're just little kids being little kids, and then you watch it again, you're like, these little kids gave away everything. You could just chalk it up though, like in the moment as I was watching it, I was like, man, these little kids are just like being really annoying little kids. They are. They're being little kids, but, but you, if you like watch you said, it again. The subtext of it is they're actually like spitting fire. Yeah, they're giving away the plot. Like the, they literally gave you the ending of the movie when they started talking. You're like, okay. But the cool thing though is like, there's a few scenes in here where the the, the cinematography was amazing, 
One of the ones was when the witch ascends into the into the moon. Did you see that? Because mm-hmm. I guess if you kill a baby, you the 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 backstory was in the lore that if you kill a baby that isn't baptized, you can fly as a witch now or some shit like that. But um, they showed this black shot of the moon, and then you slowly see the silhouette of the of the witch mm-hmm. fire. You know, um, we just got followed by the crunchy taco who says hello, my fellow long lost brothers. Hello, Crunchy Taco. That's an excellent Dude, name. I respect that name. Yes. But, yeah. So, the scene where they go up. Yeah. The, I don't know, dude. Every time someone was flying, I kind of got a little bit out of it. Oh, because, at the end, like, the that fucking screen, made me crack up. Like, like, as beautiful as the movie was, bro, as soon as the green screen came out. Like, green screens can be used well, but I don't if think, it's not, like... I don't like, think that was green screen. I think that was just a shot at the moon, and then they just kind of, like... Maybe boop, certain boop, shots, boop, but, like, when it's a close-up on the chick, like, at her shoulders, because yeah. they can't show her boobs. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, looking up, bro, and, like, she's ascending, but the background is moving, and she's still standing still. I'm like, oh, that's just a horribly, Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a horribly edited shot. That whole that whole scene was hilarious to me. <laughs> they're just chilling, and all of a sudden, like, they're, like, in, a, in, a, in like, space. Like, they just hit zero gravity. They just <laughs> fucking... just hit the fucking button, dude. <laughs> yeah. They just start drifting off into the fucking woods, and then they're like, "How are these bitches like, gonna get down?" Start fucking going like this. Yeah, imagine they're like push the button again; these bitches all drop. Hey man, Satan could do that, all right? I mean, I guess. But now, um, before that, even bro, I was more confused about like why they initially got kicked out of their fucking village. Probably. Like I listened to it. Like they said, word for word, was he was found guilty of um, pride. Well, that's what he confesses to at the end. But if you look throughout the movie, he's a very prideful man. Yeah, but he how do you want, how does one get exiled for being prideful? Uh, in those times, I don't know. So because my, pride goes it's a it's a lot of different cards in a deck. Like my thoughts on it, right, was that cuz my initial response to him getting thrown out cuz the way he's talking to the guys. Before you mention that, think about this though. When they were there, they didn't have as many kids as they did when they in the settlement. They only had a daughter. Uh-huh. When they were getting exiled, so think about that too. I think they were all there; they just didn't have the kids with them at the room. Nah, it didn't. There wasn't a title card that said years later. I mean, because they literally got there and they didn't build a house that many houses in two days. That's true. So you think they were already kicked out? No, no, no. What I think is that it time jumped without telling you that it time jumped. That's a stretch. Because think about it like this. They had twins that were walking. He did build an entire house, and those kids would have... That would have taken a year, at least. Right. And when they showed up, they had to live out of the wagon for the longest. Mm-hmm. They didn't show any of that. They went from exiled. They got there. They prayed in front of the grass. Boom. They had three houses and a little farm and everything. Mm-hmm. And their kids were... The little boy was a baby, if you saw it. And then the twins weren't there. All of a sudden, these twins were like five years old. So that shows you time went by. Oh, okay. I didn't even like notice that. So it was just the girl and her little brother. Yeah, because they they were there, and all of a sudden there was twins there, and I was like, "Where the fuck did these twins come from?" I would think they couldn't have been there years. Impossible, because they planted crops, and the crops immediately all didn't work out. They couldn't. Yeah, have, I mean, but that could be a shitty farm. But that's the thing. It didn't make. I caught that. I don't know if that was a, a error or they just didn't notice <clears> it. But I was like, the timing jumps like say that they showed up and it was they never jumped time right they got there and then before the winter they already had houses and they had their lot their their land already plotted and everything 
and then they had animals. Like, the man just showed up and I was like, oh, this shit's already here. Cool. I think we just chalk it up to this dude was like Bob the Builder, bro. He was like, by himself. He was like Fix-It Felix from Wreck-It Ralph, bro. The motherfucker just went, ding, and there yeah. was a house. This motherfucker had hat codes. He just clicked one button, pressed one dollar, and he's good to go. But no, I think these people were part of the Puritan society. Like, yeah, they're Puritan. I looked up this. So there's a difference between, there was two types of like religious people at this time in America. They all wanted to get away from like the Roman Catholic Church in England. So they come over this way, and there's Puritans, and there's Separatists. You've heard this shit in your history textbooks, and I was like, yo, this is boring <clears throat> as fuck. I didn't listen to it. But now in the context of this movie, so Separatists are pretty much people who are like, you know what? We didn't like what the church was doing there. We're going to more or less do a similar thing over here mm-hmm. on our unru- under our own rule. But Puritans... They were like, no, 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 you guys aren't going hard enough in the paint for God. Mm-hmm. We're going to fucking crank. We're going to turn up the volume. We're going to live very, very uh, conservative, up the conservatism. Right. Throw thanks to they're Jesus like, and everything. Uh, like hardcore fundamentalists. So they're like the Jehovah's Witness of colonial times. Oh, okay. And um, so, yeah, so these guys pretty much, this family, this dude in particular was like, you know what? You guys don't even go hard enough. You guys are soft. Like think of it in te- in context of like uh, people who are really into hip hop. Maybe that's where maybe that's where the pride came from. Where he was like, "Well, you guys aren't loving Jesus as much as I do," type of shit. I think that's what it was. So pretty much while I was watching the movie, the initial words that came out of my mouth as he was getting exiled for that was like, "So this dad's pretty much like you guys aren't turtle enough for the turtle club." Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That I, I didn't like that about the movie that it didn't give you a lot of backstory. They're just like, "Get in there." Yeah, and. Uh, so let's just get right to the main question. Do yeah. you the theory online is that was there a witch or was it all in the girl's head? Definitely not in the girl's head. It was all 100% like a thing. Yeah, cuz it's just like like okay, so what is she hallucinating? Possibly she blacks out for everything that happens. Yeah, but if that was the case, the perspective would be after the first couple of times everything that happened would regress, but it didn't. Maybe she was doing all the things while she was blacked out. I mean that's that 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 could possibly be it, but then at that point she's already part of the covenant type of thing. Maybe that's where the kids come in, where they're like she's a witch. Maybe the movie didn't want to let you know that she was already doing that. She's mm-hmm. being vague about it or being you know, uh, uh, trying to like be like discreet about it. But that's the thing though. Like in my opinion, she's probably a witch since they got there because the little kids were calling her out on it, and then she admitted to it when they were washing clothes. Yeah, and because of, like, the the movie does show you a witch doing witch things and fucked up stuff. Yeah. Like, the first scene with the baby, I forgot about that completely, bro. That was aggressive. Where there's, oh, like, yeah. a baby getting fucking felt up while it's naked. We saw a baby yeah. penis. Did I you see didn't. it? I was watching it on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see it either. And uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, like, grinds it up and shit. And there's another scene where the little brother, Snorts where he... <laughs> fucking butt chugs in and uh the little brother like walks into a hut and um the theory with that is that she was dreaming it all up that those were like fantasies you know she this, was having this, this movie remind this, when i watched this movie and then i watched the interview and i think the interview made me think of a lot of things afterwards where i was like you know what this movie tried to pull a fucking inception like an inception like ever since inception came out and they did it well Everybody's like, how can we incorporate that into our movie in a way? Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's just be as, as, ooh, look at this. Like, 
you know, wipe on, wipe off magic trick type of shit, you know, like that. Instead of being like, hey, yeah, um, this happened. And they try to, like, you know, sprinkle in some mystery by making her black out. But what I think when I watch this movie is the plot could have been worked out a little bit better. They could have went about setting the, the world a little bit better. Um, and I think when they did the movie, they were just like, the guy, like, honestly, even when you watch the interview for the guy, he's like, I don't really give a fuck about heart movies. So you could see his heart wasn't in it, but he's get, he's good. He's a good producer or, or director of movies. But his, like, he's just kind of like, eh, fuck it, that works. Like, because there was parts of the movie where I was like, that's kind of lazy. Like, the way that this movie is progressing. Like, like for example, they showed him chopping wood, the dad chopping wood, like, five fucking times. Like, this man had wood more than he had anything else. I think they did all that to show, one, how mundane their lives were. Two, yeah, but you don't need, you don't need to watch was. them fucking growl and shit in the mud to see how bad their lives are. Like, you know it's shitty. They don't have Wi-Fi. They don't have running water. Well, no, like, all these things are happening, right? But we're supposed to be acknowledging, like, yes, it's they, those things all seem very but minor. Don't you think that that takes away from the plot of the movie? Because you're focusing your attention on how shitty their lives are instead of trying to figure out what's going on. Well, like you said it yourself, this dude doesn't like watching, I mean, doesn't really care for horror films. That's not what he says. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, that hurts the movie in my eyes. Because when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, okay, I'm watching it. I got kind of got my detective hat on. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Let me piece it together, see who's who, and figure out what the fuck this movie's about. The current, a po- there's, there's definitely a witch somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out that these people going to fight the witch or join the witch or be like, oh, bamboozled, I'm a, I'm a witch type of shit. I think the focal point of the movie is about the pilgrimage and how they live their lives. And the background context is this horror story with the actual like witch and mm-hmm. all this stuff going on in the background. I think up front, he was trying to make a movie showing a pilgrimage. I think I disagree with that. I think what he was trying to do, what he was trying to show how the Salem witch trials came to be. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, like, they're, they're really adamant about, are you a witch? Like, they interrogate her. And they, 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 they hit on that, like, like, if we go back to town and we tell them that this happened, they're going to kill her for being a witch. Like, it's a serious crime at this time. Yeah, like, that was also what I thought. That was, like, the grand message that I received from it, right? Mm-hmm. Because at that time with the Salem witch trials, there was a lot of um, young girls who were accused of being witches. It was just women in general. Yeah, women in general. And pretty much they would get finger pointed at them. There was, like, yeah, for anything. unreasonable, like, like, expectations they had to meet to not be a witch that they you, couldn't do. Have you watched the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror <laughs> where they are, like, in the pilgrim times? Mm-hmm. And one of the other wives in the show is, like, Marge's clothes is cleaner than mine. And then they're, like, she's a witch just for the most random shit. Like, they could just bite you and be, like, oh, she's a witch. Like, damn, that, that, that muffin was hidden, witch. Yeah, like, um... I looked up the actual Salem witch trials. Like, a lot of people on trials, it was mostly due to, like, petty feuds. Like, one uh, one lady's family was, like, suing this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, at, like, the fucking, like, little family courtroom meeting and shit, he was just like, you know what? That bitch over there, she's definitely a witch. The one that's suing you? Yeah, that one. Yep. Definitely a witch. Hung. No more fucking suing. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying, though? It's just like, uh, I don't like that chick. Free, free chance, I'm 50-50 to get her killed. Or people and people were bored, bro. There was no entertainment at the time. This is the most exciting shit. Well, think that about it like this. Think about it like this. You're living in a community where people are on edge because they're so puritan that they don't get like the 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 
like you, you you know, like you could go out and do a lot of things to 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 de-stress yourself. These mm-hmm. people don't have that. They don't. They probably can't even have relations with their wives unless they're going to have a child. Because if not, they will quote unquote live in sin. You know, so they don't even get that. They don't get jack shit other than chopping wood. Apparently, that's their fucking big time thing. Check it out. Beyond this, okay. So just a quick little fucking like tidbit about Puritan society. Yeah. They were considered like the people to invent grandparents because their quality of life was above everybody else at the world at that time in the 1600s. Mm-hmm. And also on top of that, their literacy rate doubled or some shit. And the reason being that people were able to read and live longer lives was because they wanted their kids to read the Bible. That was their level of dedication to religion and shit. Well, in the interview, the guy said that if you if you notice how they talk in this movie, it's very old Englishy, mm-hmm. and he says that a lot of Puritans. Because of the same thing, they wanted their kids to learn the Bible. They they were very well versed in all the all the uh, original language of back in the day, like old English type ways of speaking. Exactly, and something that I read about their society, right, is that yes, their life was dedicated to chopping wood, surviving, um, hunting, planting, all that shit. Also, but above even that was trying to read the subtext in their life if that they were living according to God and they were if God would approve of what they're doing in this moment, what they weren't doing in that mm-hmm. moment, if they're closer to Satan, right? So now imagine if somebody's like, hey, I think that that girl is possessed by the devil. She's a witch. So now there's, like, there's <clears> the <throat> subtext of like, holy fuck, there's really a devil. Like, are you really doing magic? Like, is God really here with us? But see, that's, that's, that, that, that is the perfect segue from where... Religion over time has been con- more and more debunked. Not not saying that it's not real, but like all the things that they believed in, like Galileo's time, or the things that they believed in the 1600s, or maybe even before then, when they were like, "Yeah, the Earth is flat," and they're like, "Oh no, it's not flat." Oh, um, um, uh, blank blank is magic, and then they're like, "Oh no, this just you know like like leprosy." They were like, "Oh, it's a curse." No, it's a skin condition. Oh, this uh, this person is like, for example, like the, the the son could have been schizophrenic, and they're like, "There's a demon inside of him." But yeah. you know, like medical discoveries have realized or just showed that it's not a religious demon or a monster getting at you. It's this person has a condition, mm-hmm. and a lot of the things it's kind of being it's not being discredited, but it's being explained of what it truly is compared to just somebody's assumption because they don't know any better. And it's kind of like the scapegoat. We're like, well, if it's not good then it's the devil if it is good then it's god you know and they kind of like they don't know they don't have the resources or anything to know any better they live out in the fucking woods so they only can apply knowledge that they have so everything is either the devil or god or if they're not hitting the the days that they the things that they want to get like say the crop is bad they're not like hey you're just a shitty farmer they're like god doesn't love me i'm not doing enough you know they're not rational they're just kind of like tunnel vision well, yeah, dude. There's no internet, so like, what well, they know that. is what they like, know. They don't. The thing is that they're so secluded, and that's one of the things about humans that we need to be in a community to thrive. Because two heads work better than one. Yeah. So if they lived in their community, they would have had decent crops because somebody else that's a good farmer could have helped him. And that's kind of the things that the wife was bitching about. She was like, "We should have never left." And the dad was prideful. He was like, "Nah, I can do this shit on myself." And that's where the at the end of the movie. You see him like kind of realize I fucked up. That fucked me up in the movie, bro. Where like the daughter's calling him out. The wife did call him out, but in the climax of the no, film, because bro, she's the absolutely daughter calls right. him out. She's like, "Listen, bro, you're a shitty <laughs> farmer. You don't know how to hunt." Exactly. 
And that's exactly the point. But of mind the- you, while she's going into that rant, the dude's standing next to this fucking structure that is arguably very fucking impressive. This house that he built from the fucking ground up. Well, maybe he's just a good builder, but everything else he sucks at. <laughs> I'd have been like, listen here, you ungrateful whore. Look at the house you're sleeping in. It's got two stories. You know what? Speaking of sleep, you know what threw me off? When they first started getting there, they were sleeping on the ground. When the mom was in her, like, feeling bad, mm-hmm. they she, they laid down in this big-ass bed with pillows. It was a pimped-out bed with a canopy. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, you, you see their pillows? They look like modern-day pillows. I was like, they didn't have that type of pillow back in those 1600s. And kids They're, were sleeping in the attic on the floor. Yeah, but they had a nice bed with pillows and a comforter, and I was like, bro, somebody, and, and their, their staging fucked up. You know, the kids were all, like, whispering to each other, like, this motherfucker could have made bunk beds. Yeah sleeping bag <laughs> but you see that 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 was one thing that i caught when they were sleeping i was like dude this bed is like modern day i didn't even think about that yeah he did like you decided nebraska furniture Martin. You're right <laughs> but see that's when i watch a movie I'm, i i catch shit like that yeah yeah but uh so we were talking about like um people being naive in that time and shit not really understanding how to explain shit so i don't think they're being naive i think they just didn't have the ability they couldn't process things Right, it's like if 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 you tell a, like imagine do you know this like when ma- microwaves came out, people thought it was magic at churches. They were like it's the devil. I didn't know that. Yeah, when microwaves came out because of the radio waves that it uses to f- to heat up your food. That's people, Satan heating that burrito. Yeah, they're like that's <laughs> Satan's work right there. You know, or, and then that's the thing though that I, I I when I talk to people that are religious about it, I'm like I hate how religious people, all religious people, have a scapegoat of God. Where something good happens, it was God's job. God did that. Something bad happens, God doesn't love me. Like, God is that invested that he's like, nah, not today, buddy. That's how I feel about people who are generally try to be, this is going to sound fucked up, who generally try to be, like, positive 100% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Upbeat, bubbly people. And the second that something goes wrong, all of a sudden they turn into, like, this blue fucking cartoon character. And I'm like, bro. Like uh, Doug's friend from... Uh Remember that show, Doug? I I know what Doug is, but I like watched enough to know characters. Uh, but yeah, like um, I'll, in my head, I'm always like, just keep the same energy, bro. And that and that that I think is a is is maybe a deep sign of a personality disorder. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. Like parallel to you, like religious people, like when everything's good, it's well, like, yeah. But uh, the thing about it is, like I I I don't like the <clears throat> unaccountability of it, mm-hmm. where you're like, like I like to take the losses and I like to take my wins as my work. Like, I don't like to be like, well, I studied my ass off. I did all this work. I got an A on my test, not chalk it up to God got me an A on this test. Like, God came down. It's B. It's C. Up. Uh, it's 42. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And if I fuck up, God wasn't like, damn, oh, my bad. I got that wrong. Like, it wasn't like that's that's what I hate about the religion is that they're so, like, scapegoaty. Like when it's bad, it's 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 God. When it's good, it, it's God. Like it's never you. Like you don't take any goddamn accountability. Mm-hmm. Can't you just say you fucked up? And that's that's what I don't like about it. Where there's a lot of a lot of uh, misdirection for accountability. Where people can be like, well, it's not me. It's not my fault. I'm fat. I'm just uh, God made me fat. Like nah, bro. You just don't know how to eat at a proper diet. Exactly. Shots fired. I call it God's plan. Exactly. Drake, <laughs> start dancing. <laughs> Nah, but I was going to uh, fucking, like, leapfrog into, do you believe in, like, you, you just kind of answered it. You're not very religious. I I I don't 
here's my uh, my take on all of it. And like, also, do you believe in the devil and witches? But continue let on. Let me get thing. back to that. So here's my whole take on it. And then I'm going to segue into something else here. This is about why I don't like horror movies and why – well, not why I don't like horror movies, but my opinion on horror movies. So I believe um, that when I, was, when I was raised, I was Catholic. We were Catholic. We used uh-huh. to go to All Saints. And then one day when I was in, in Sunday school for First Communion, they were like – they had a house. My teachers had a house. And they are like, you're in your ha- – it was a church, I'm sorry. They're like, where would you be safe from demons, hypothetically? And I was like, well, at the church. They're like, no, you can't be safe there either. And I was like, well, what the fuck's the point of coming then if I'm not safe here or at my house? And they were like, oh, well, you know, chalked it up. And I was like, fuck that. I was like 10, 9, 11. I told my parents, I don't want to come here anymore. And you can ask my mom. She was like, why? And I was like, because this man told me this. If, I'm, if that's how it truly is, what the fuck am I doing here? I didn't say fuck, but what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is pointless. And then I started going to church with my grandma. She was a, she was a Methodist. Um, and they would talk about all this. And it was cool. It was cool. But I think what it was, it was more like a social thing for me. Because it was a, a thing for me to do on Sundays. That I, I, I liked it. I liked the people there. So I wasn't really too hard on the, co- the God thing. But it was still, yeah, it hit the niche. When I got older, I started realizing, I'm like, I don't think this is for me. And I blame that on this. I think my point about the scapegoat is harmful for people to believe that. I also think that a lot of people don't understand this the way that it is. Like, I think that they're interpreting the Bible. Everybody interprets it differently. In a different way. So I can't trust me, me and you read the Bible. We'll walk away with two different books. So that guy that's up there that doesn't have a GED or didn't go to college, doesn't understand English, is going to tell me how my world is supposed to be through God. You just take shots at priests? No, I take shots at everybody that preaches that doesn't have an education in it. Okay. Like if this man is a high school fucking dropout or he has a GED barely, how is he going to have comprehension better than me when I've graduated college? It's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if 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 you go and guess a five year old, hey, what does this page mean? You're like, uh, it means this. He's fucking guessing. This guy's guessing, and I don't. And I, the thing about it is, I don't trust the element of human in the church where it can be swayed by personal interest, lack of education, or 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 political reasons or whatever. So they're not giving me the full, clear passage reading. It's not universal it's like this guy thinks this this guy thinks this this guy's affected by this so he inputs this because he wants this mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm not dealing with that shit like if i want to read about it i'll read about it i'll come up with my own conclusions when i die god's gonna kill me accountable whatever he does to anybody else it doesn't fucking matter to me because i'm the one that's gonna have to go to heaven or hell mm-hmm. you know being that said after i had those thoughts i stopped going to church started thinking to myself i'm like i don't think the picture that we have in our heads of god is accurate I think God is something else, but we're kind of like pushing him into this corner of what we want him to be and think he is when he may not be that. A reason, hold on before you go. The reason why I do believe there's something out there because when I was in school in biology and chemistry, I was like, there's no fucking way this all just came to be. There is no way that this came to be. Like everything has a purpose. Everything is a part of a system and there's systems within systems between systems of your life inside of you and molecules and atoms that function and, and, and produce things like they're on a track, you know, and they don't go out and produce other things. Your blood doesn't turn into candy like it turns into blood when your body produces blood. You know, it's always consistent because it's made with a purpose. 
So I'm like, there's something there that made us with intelligent design because it made it made systems. We're all a system with other systems inside of those systems to do other things. Your body sees a virus in it. It sends white blood cells to attack it. It doesn't just be like, you know what I mean? Your body sees food. It acts differently to whatever it is. If it's a liquid, it does this. If it's a food, it does this. If it's, you know, some sort of stimulant or whatever, a medicine, it, it takes it and it produces something with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Compared to just like, and that's the thing that people are like creationists are like, well, it just shit just evolves into evolve, evolving. And I'm like, if, if, if that's the case, that would be, I mean, obviously this is, this goes both ways, but that would be the gambler's biggest gamble in the universe of gambling. Because you're saying that there was a, a cesspool, an organism had the perfect conditions continuously, always had food. It didn't have any predators, didn't have any situations where nature just fucked it. Like, it always overcame to this point. You see what I'm saying? So, if it was in the cesspool, it became an organism. It became a per, uh, whatever the fuck it became. I don't know the real thing of evolution. And then it became progressing into something. It had no predators. It had no, pr- no, no issues producing offspring. It had no issues with any sort of illness or anything like that. It had the perfect scenario all the way until it came out of the water. When it came out of the water... It came into land, didn't deal with anything at all whatsoever. It had perfect habitat, perfect food, perfect everything, all the way until this fucking modern day. So you're telling me you don't fuck with evolution? I don't think so either. I think that's also flawed. But, but that's, I, that's the context of what you're... Yeah, but my thing is, like, I don't believe in any of that. I don't, I don't, I don't take anything from it. If you want to believe in it, go ahead. My thing is, I don't think we know what truly it is that we're looking for. So I think we're, there's something there. There has to be something there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we're identifying it in the proper way. I think everything that, that we have as proper identification for it, quote unquote, is flawed. And it's not nowhere near close to what we're actually dealing with or kind of dealing with. I fall on the side of I side with evolution only because I don't know enough about it. And that just sounds like the most logical conclusion to me personally. Mm-hmm. but i hear you out and i just want to ask you like because it sounds to me like you're agnostic um i guess that'd be the way to call it because agnostic means you don't like you said you don't necessarily believe the church we were raised with is the way shit happened specifically bullet point by bullet point but, but there is a higher power or something deeper right right but i i do fall back to because all the years i've had religion in my life that i do believe i do fall back on that jesus christ thing i got giant crosses tattooed on my arm so i'm in the same boat as you you know but that's because that's what was engraved in me through all of these years so it's like you're indoctrinated with it right so you don't like you can't really dodge it because it's part of your life so you like you struggle with it and you you don't know what to which way to go a lot of the times and that's kind of how i feel but i'm like i don't think we understand what it is truly out there um and i also don't think that we have the ability to question and ask the proper questions to be like this being or whatever the fuck it is at that point so i want to ask you a very very like generic question yeah there's a scale right a line right down the middle Mm -hmm. imagine a giant graph a circle one side, uh, mm-hmm. traditional god, aliens. Where are you falling? Uh, in terms of our creation. I would say up towards. Straight in the middle? No, no, no. Not even that. 
I would say completely up and away from all of them where it's something that we don't understand. Well, no, no, no. Like I'm saying, if you had to guess, you only have these two options. God, I, 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 I wouldn't say that there is. Uh, I'm not saying that there isn't aliens out there. I'm sure there is life beings, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would say neither. I wouldn't say that. Like people have these fucking theories with like, oh, this is a simulation. We live in the Matrix type of thing. Like that's fine. Believe what you want to believe. I don't. So I don't fall into the classical God picture because I don't think we understand what God is. We're not that advanced. We can't fucking. We can't even picture certain small things in our heads. We can't picture something that massive. We can't comprehend something that massive. If something came, everything that is literally around you and the way that you can even fucking think created all that, we can't capture in our minds even an inch of what that must be like. Mm-hmm. Um, aliens, though, I think that's a scapegoat to there's so big of a universe out there that we are byproducts of something else, you know? And I don't think that's fair because that'd be like saying dogs thinking we're God, which is possible, but it's un- very unlikely. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what I think is out there created the universe and everything in it, um, but it isn't something that I can just be like identifiable in words. Like it's something that massive and something that beyond our, our words, our language, that we haven't nowhere near that. Did I just hear you scoff at the simulation theory? Yes. You bastard. Why would you think that's real? It doesn't seem that unlikely to me. Because you wasn't because you saw the Matrix? No, just um You've heard of the term like glitch in the matrix, right? You yeah. see things that yeah. you can't. I've, explain. I've seen videos on YouTube where the glitch in no, the no, matrix. No, not videos that you've seen in terms of deja vu. Like, here's my thing that I've personally like kind of thought about. And like I said, I'm not hardcore. Like, we're for sure in a simulation, or we're for sure in the matrix movie. Yeah. You know, but like, um, for example, whenever you change jobs, right? Something mm-hmm. that I've noticed. Whenever you switch to a new occupation, you go to a new school. Have you ever noticed that certain people? have these characters that are similar to that of like an archetype like an avatar almost yeah but that's that's just exactly like saying there's somebody in the world that looks just like you that is well not just that like there's always gonna be like that old dude telling wily stories there's always gonna be that's that's part of being a human though because we shared characteristics like you may not like whataburger i like whataburger joe schmo likes whataburger joe schmo after him doesn't like whataburger no like literally though like in a movie there's like stereotypical like characteristics yeah but those are literally it's like their characteristics are the same but their look is different yeah but that's stereotypes of where you are at at a certain time and point in in history i know but it's just for me personally every time i've gone to a new job there's always uh the thought who's gonna bang everybody there's always the fucking right but that's the thing though that doesn't apply universally in the world i know that's why it just so that 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 right there would discredit it because no, you can't. Because if you, what you're saying is true, you could apply it at any single different point in the world, and it would be exactly the same. It could be. You just don't see it that way. But other people don't have the opportunity to do so. Certain people might not like even be looking for that thing, but you point it out, and then they acknowledge, like, "Oh, that is true." I know, but that's that's kind of saying like the sun sets on everyone at some point in the given day. You know, it's just bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not a place for you to just be like. This is where we're going. This is the standard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no, that's just like one reason where I thought of like, because imagine like a computer simulation, instead of giving everybody very deep and thought out okay, personalities, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about that. So in the simulation theory, there is an assumption that, or a theory, I'm sorry, that a higher being than us 
has a computer program beyond our understanding that simulates us, quote unquote, like we were in the Sims video game. Yes. Kind of like Wreck It Ralph. Oops. Yeah. You know? So, being that said, they are running a simulation program or playing a video game or whatever they call it in their in that dimension or time. Um, and we are beings of AI. Uh-huh. Right? So, when you die, you are a memory like you would be in a computer when some program gets deleted. Yeah. And then I'm guessing you're subscribing to the information, uh, black hole information paradox. Being? Where nothing ever gets deleted out of the universe. Just respawns. No, not even that. So the black hole information paradox says you go into a black hole and you get stripped down to such a subatomic level that it's just like coding, I guess, per se, mm-hmm. you know. But that's a cool theory. Stephen Hawking made it where you can uh, look at a piece of the black hole and be like, hey, look, there was Chris right there. Obviously, he doesn't say your name, Chris. It just shows, hey, this could have been a human. You'd have to know how to identify things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing really gets discarded ever, uh, which is cool. That's a cool theory to have, but they're all theories. I don't I don't subscribe to the to the to the matrix paradox, because if that would be the case, evolution would have happened a lot sooner. In it'd be like, like obviously we're we're taking we're we're assuming so many things at that point. I mean, we're already assuming so many things. No, but listen to me. You're you're assuming that a higher being is in control of the program. Our time, our concept of time, is not the same as their concept of time because mm-hmm. maybe like a, an hour goes by and eons go by in our world. You know what I mean? Um and usually that's that it, uh, and that's this is me saying from playing video games time doesn't work the same universally like if their time was an hour ours would have to be like 100 eons because they're not going to sit there and write out the same time in, as us like you may not call it time but the 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 existence of that being to our existence of the being have to be uniform well, think of it even flip, bro. We could be in fucking fast forward motion. Like we could be on someone's computer right now, and it's going forward. We're in the render phase, and it's fucking going by the entire. Span I know, but of this fucking but, universe. but think about this though. You're applying what you know as the basis of this program. Mm-hmm. That can't be possible then. So that's how that cre- that theory is wrong because everything you're saying about it, you are taking literally from your understanding of computer and programming. There's nothing else there that would be from the that high of a technology that you have injected into this story. Well, so just, that's why it's impossible. Like if it, even if it was possible, it would be massively, or I'm sorry, it would be vastly uh, uh, different than what you're explaining it to be. Hmm. Because well, no. mind you, I'm not living on a fucking mountain and dying for this. No, no, but what that's that's, that's why that's that's my problem with it. Where. If it is true and these people believe these things, they can't apply their knowledge to it because their knowledge is limited and they only can go up to the current software that we have in the current computing. But you could say that for literally anything in the universe. That's why I applied that same thought to what I was telling you earlier about my my take on religion, Mm -hmm. on that it's good to have religion in your life. I think it gives people a lot of purpose. I think a lot of people misunderstand religion. Um, but my personal belief is there's something out there that we cannot understand. And, uh, well, you remember how I asked you? It. I said, "God, aliens." You never gave a direct answer because I don't. I don't subscribe to either. Like your idea of God 
is not my idea of God. So right. I can't say classical God. Because classical God is uh, First Testament. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And aliens is... <laughs> it could be whatever. Well, God is just as vague as aliens. I wouldn't say that. Because aliens, we've never really had an encounter, quote-unquote, as a society. Well, what does alien literally mean? We don't understand or know it. It's a foreign thing. It's foreign yeah, no, I was like, that doesn't mean we don't understand. It just means it's foreign. Yes. Same thing you could say. God is an alien. I mean, I, you could say that. You could say that about a lot of things. So You say could say we, that. You could say, like, do you know anything about um, fucking... Physics, bro. I don't know anything about physics. Okay, so anything in physics is alien to you. Correct. But that's what I'm saying. But, 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 but because it's alien to you... Uh-huh. Doesn't mean it's alien to everyone else. That's exactly my point of everything I'm saying. We all have limited knowledge on everything. So we can't, as a community, get together and be like, well, this is this is this, because we won't ever agree on it. We all have different knowledge, and all of our knowledge doesn't add up to shit mm-hmm. as a human society. If it was, we would have already figured it out. That's All that stuff is beyond anything that we can rationalize. See, say, say that the Matrix thing is real. Anything that is in that computer or program or whatever the fuck it is, it might not even be a computer. That's how advanced it may be. Mm-hmm. Is stuff that we can't even fathom the thought about it. We're still struggling to figure out how the fuck the fourth dimension is is even plausible. And you're talking about something that's beyond all of that. Yeah. And you want to say that you understand it. That's ludicrous. No, not that I understand it. Well, other people say that they understand it. Exactly. That's special. But fucking like I'm saying, imagine there's a pie. Mm-hmm. We went back to the pie theory. God, aliens. I just want to make a third slot for simulation theory. And that's just the one that I'm pointing at going like, that one sounds fun. That's it's, the one it may, that it I It sounds suspect. fun. It sounds, it's like you're writing a, a, a book and you're writing a right, really good story. Because at the it's, end of the day, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's up to debate. Like, if I'm going to, like, go out and tell people, like, no, 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 this is the right one. Like, I'm not doing that. No, That'd be of course. You can't force anyone to have the same ideals as you. I do, however, think that it's good to know all the possibilities. I agree. I agree that it's good to be well-informed, even if you think something is ludicrous. People that don't listen to everybody's opinion, even though they may not take that opinion, are missing out on information that they may have. Mm-hmm. Like, even if somebody says something that's completely out of the fucking wall, you might be like, damn, that one piece that, I, that he was talking about, maybe I can apply that to mine, or maybe I can investigate it and help myself. You know, That's why people, whenever they say... Um, there's no bad questions. That's a beautiful thing to say. Mm-hmm. Because there's, uh, if somebody has a question, you never know. It might spark something in you to question something else. Or it might give you some insight or an idea or something. you know. And that's kind of the thing where a lot of modern day people feel stupid. Where they're like, well, if I ask this question, I'm going to feel dumb. And in reality, you never know your influence. I would argue. I always tell people this because I've learned this as an adult and in like jobs and shit. Like you look dumb if you don't know the answer and you pretend that you do and you're just going to figure it out. Well, that's different. That's different. One thing is pretending you know something. The other thing is you asking a question to get. Well, like, you know, because there's some situations where like you explain something really quick in a job and they're like, you you follow? Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's just nervous. Nervous that it's their first day. They don't, they don't want to, you know, look dumb. You don't want to leave a bad impression. There's a lot of different things that are going into there at that time. What I'm talking about is say that you're at, you're at a, uh, say that you're at a sort of meeting or something like that, and they ask, hey, you know, how do you get your Elgato to work? Oh, you plug it in, you know, 
some people might be like, oh, so dumb. Other people might be like, oh, that's how you're doing it? I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Or, oh, you're using this chord. Oh, you never, you see what I mean? Mm. Other people take it, and just because that person thinks it's a stupid ass question, somebody else may have gotten some sort of insight without asking the same question because they never would have known to ask the question. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly my point. We all don't have the same starting point of knowledge. So we can't all have the same opinion and all be right. And there's some people that do believe in certain things, but they don't have the capacity to, to, to rationalize these questions. Other people may have, though. But without getting together, where everybody just has their own takes on it, that's kind of where this movie goes, mm-hmm. where the dad and the mom have this basis of religion where the other people may have had a different one. And because they don't sit there and talk about things to figure it out, they're like, I'm right. And there is no other answer. And you mm-hmm. see the dad doing that. The dad is like, this is how we're going to do it. He never sits there and questions, wait, hold on. What's really going on here? And that's one of the things that I think the movie was weak on where there was no, no, no stepping back and rationalizing things or analyzing things. They were just going, 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 going. Well, that's probably more honest interpretation of how a man at that time period would have reacted. I think it's an honest interpretation of how humans are in general. I think that's a big generalization. I think we're all like that to an extent. So, like, nobody's a hear-me-out type of person? I don't think... There is people that are rational, but I think there's certain things where they're not rational. Like, say, for example, um, things that you don't want to... Hold on, hold on. I got one. Like, people that try to argue that, like, uh, like LGBTQ stuff, right? That's all cool and dandy. But then people try to throw, like, pedophiles into, like, the ring. Then the mass majority of people are going to go, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what? The LGBTQ, there is like a certain branch yeah. that feel that like pedophiles, because of their sexual preferences, should be added to the alphabet. Oh, really? Yeah. And how are they dealing with that? It's not going well for them. Uh, I figured so. Thing about it, though, is that's a social, religious no-no. That's an example, though. Some people, as soon as you say the word, chop the fucking arm off. Like, no, 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 we're not even going to discuss this. Yeah, but that's, that's something that we as a human society have agreed not. That's an example of what you're talking about, how there's certain issues even that. Exactly. And that is one of the things I agree. Like, they shouldn't be. And that's just a horrible thing for them to be doing. And they should probably be murdered or some shit. Because that's something that unless you go and get help and you like, this is not the right thing to do, you shouldn't be doing that type of scenario. On the subject of pedophiles, did the, uh, do you think the witch fucked the little boy? No. I think she, I think she just possessed him. I don't know, dude. Dude, because that dude would have came in okay. eyes fucking. Because the, the first so, witch is cute. So the, like, the he gr- would have been in there. He would have had his pinky up in there. The he main been, character's little brother. He would have been together. like, smell my finger to everybody. They sneak <laughs> off in the morning to go try to find like a rabbit for, uh, to feed the family because he doesn't want his sister to get like sold. So no, they go and get a trap. They were gonna trade her for food. And, oh, uh, that's yeah. what that meant. Yeah. Oh. And um, fucking. So he's like, I'm gonna go find this rabbit. And yeah. on their little trek, something spooks the horse. They separate, and this little boy ends up stumbling upon a witch's hut. What mm-hmm. I assume is a witch's hut. Because a very hot lady comes out of the hut. What do you think of the lady? I'd go for it. Right on. And she walks up to the little boy very seductively. And we've gotten little cues throughout the movie that this yeah. little boy's like peeking at his like sister's cleavage and shit. Yeah, like he's, he definitely... That's, that's the thing, though. She, she, she knew that. And she acted on how she knew she would how how she would get him. Let's be fair. This is the 1600s, all right. There's no Pornhub in the 1600s. There's no nothing. That's right. You're only fapping to like. He's not even getting that because it's sin. So his he'd be like living in sin, and they're all brainwashed with that shit. 
So like anytime his wiener got hard, he'd just like punch it down. <laughs> he'd be like <clears throat> against the rock. <laughs> but nah, so he this witch comes up to him and she kisses him, right? Right on the mouth. And just lays one on the motherfucker. And then somebody gave like an older another hand right around. Then her like we see a hand revealed and she's got like an old lady's long, like six inch long fucking fingers and shit touched his head. Yeah. Cuts to black. We don't see the kid again for like a good ten minutes, maybe five minutes. Uh, maybe like fifteen minutes. He pops out of the woods in the rain. He comes naked. the next time we see him, he's in the rain, naked, frolicking, in my personal opinion. He's like grinding on a fence post and shit. So you know she she blew blew his back out. Like ass cheeks <laughs> naked, bro. And they lay him on this like bed in the attic. He's got scratches. He's got like a bite mark on his face, right? On his uh, lips. I didn't even notice. I didn't. And uh, I just remember there's a part where he like wakes up, right? And his eyes are like. <gasps> That's fucking awesome. That's right. And my <laughs> thoughts were like, because um, he, he's like uh, whispering. Smoking a cigarette. He's like, just give me like 20 minutes. He's like, she, <laughs> she drained my bowls. <laughs> she sucked me dry. <laughs> this is what it feels like. <laughs> But yeah, like immediately I assume running that, like, into the woods, buck naked. <laughs> like she, you know, she banged this kid. That's what I thought. Because why else would he be know. naked, dude? It's a fucking movie. You know, it's not like it's a historical document of what happened. You know. Okay, here's the facts. She kissed him. He was naked. You know, I I I wish they gave me a little bit more though. Like if they would have said like they like the thing was that you see him in the woods and he's all fucking dis- disoriented. They get him inside. He rambles off about seeing the glory of God or something like that, and then dies. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get much. So you're like either she she possessed him because he threw up an apple, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So she either did some sort of witchcraft to him, whatever, whatever, a generic ass movie. And then they're like, oh, now he's dead because. I honestly thought he was going to explode. I was waiting for it. His chest was going to fucking... No, nah, just like blown up and shit like a bomb or some shit. I would've, that would have been cool. But it wasn't. It was just... Uh. Well, you know, speaking of that scene, though, dude, in general, like I I was actually impressed with the kid's fucking acting chops. Yeah, me too. Dude, when I he was gives like, like the that monologue, was a, dude, That was a hell of a job. That was fucking powerful, dude. That was great. I will give him that. That was very, very well done. When he's like... When he sits up and he gives like the religious monologue and then yeah. he takes his last breath, bro, I was like... That was amazing. That little kid is going to be a, de- a dope little actor. That was five years ago, bro. I wonder like what he's even now. Oh, fucking... But not, I was even like out loud. I was like, that was fire. Me too. I was like, damn, he did pretty good. He mm-hmm. went above and beyond. He carried that. That was the best that was the best piece of acting in that movie. Those 30 seconds. 40 mm-hmm. seconds. Um going down the road though, uh, I think the characters, I think the father did a good job. I think the son did a great job. I think the mother was, was irrelevant. I think the kids were good. You know, I think they were good, but they gave away too much. I think the the Tomlin or whatever her name was. Thomason. Thomason uh, was a good cast. She looked the part, but I don't think they gave her enough of a script to work with. She didn't really have anything to say. Exactly. She was just like, oh. She was kind oh, of reacting to everything happening. Yeah, exactly. It was like, we, like tourist vision. She was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> she like was just like a background character in a World Star video. Exactly. It's what it felt like. like she wasn't like, and this is the thing that I hate, like, if you're gonna make a horror movie, you should make it from a person. They weren't like they weren't retarded back then, if you can say that word. They weren't like that. They weren't like, whoa, 
what's going on over there? Well, I can't understand what's going on over there. And they were just running into shit. Like, they could have been like, okay, let's sit down. This shit's not adding up. What can? What do we think it is? Is it a bear or a wolf? What makes us believe that it is a wolf or a bear or, or a witch? Like, there was it. Were they looking for tracks? There was no tracks. Okay, maybe it wasn't a fucking wolf. Like there was no investigation. Like that, that's just me. Like I, you know, I, I try to make push it together and make make a make a like a conclusion. They were just like willy nilly. Like ah, fuck it. One of us goes out there. We'll go out there one at a time, running into the woods. You know, and that's what I hate about movies. That there's always no person that's like, all right, I'm gonna figure this shit out. Let's get some. Let's get some data. Mm-hmm. You know, there's never a person like that in the movies. But you know how many? You know a lot of people that are like that in real life. So it it, it kills it for me. Where I'm like, why does nobody ever think? Or nobody ever like? I understand it's it's you know it's it's like intense and shit like that. But there's got to be some point where you're like, these people have a moment to think and start to analyze shit and try to reason to figure out what really is going on. I feel like this movie did okay in rationalizing why things developed the they way they did. They just guessed. Well, they no, I guessed. mean, like I said, in the context of the situation, 1600s fucking America. This dude was exiled. He can't turn to help from anybody. That's not he the point, though. doesn't want to go back to that plan. Yeah, but that's not the point of what I'm trying to make, though. What I'm saying is like, okay, baby goes missing. They're like, uh, well, they talked about going to look for tracks for a couple of days. Yeah, but how do they know it's a wolf? And then, Cause even then, even 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 then, let's think about it. So she's playing peekaboo. She, baby's gone. What is her first fucking thing she does? She gets up, runs straight into the woods. She doesn't turn around to look. She's not looking anywhere else. She just automatically assumes it's in the woods. Hey, motherfucker could have been behind her, and she would have ran right past them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and like to touch on your initial point in terms of it being a weak main character, right? Yeah. That's a problem with stories in general, I feel like, for the most part. Because when you're telling a story, you got to have a narrator's perspective. She's the narrator. Mm -hmm. And the narrator can't do crazy, exciting shit because they have to fucking, we have to see it. Let me hit you from left field here. This is my problem with horror movies and supernatural movies and demon movies and anything in that general, right? Let's assume, we're assuming, because we're already in the realm of it, the demon thing is real in these movies. There is never any opposition. There is never any... Shout out to... Shout out MGG, my boy. Or uh, girl. Girl. I think I'll just lean into a girl. Let's assume I don't have like a 100% I think that's my, I think male. That's my girlfriend. I'm not sure. It, but anyway, so let, let's, let's think about this. Let me take you on this ride. This world is set. There's demons, obviously. Satan is real, uh-huh. right? By default, that knowledge, God is real. Yep. There is never any opposition to what they're doing in any way, shape, or form. In any movie that you have ever seen that has demons, even like anything at all, there's never a predator above those predators or demons or whatever, right? So doesn't that make you like, to me, it discredits it because they never have any adversaries. They're just running wild and people are fucking with them and they're getting a crew together of more of them. There's never like, they pull up. And then all of a sudden, there's like some sort of angel just fucking murking people. You know what I'm saying? So you mean there's always, it's always one-sided. It's always very one-sided. And the people are oblivious. They're just like fucking dumbling around trying to figure shit out or getting caught into it. The people that are already in the witches or demon crew, whatever, they are a little bit more of a backstory. They're they're just there for like backup. But um, there's never like a, like for example, like the witches are there dancing in the woods and shit. You don't see like a fucking 
uh, angel just pop up and just start murking bitches and be like, you want to join this shit? Is this what you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's never any adversary. There's no predators. It's kind of like the same problem that when there's no predators, these people fucking can do anything. You know, there's nothing to check them. And that's the, that's the problem that I have with all these movies. There's never any, like, there's always the fear of they're going to get us, but there's never, like, we can go look for help with, and or we can get these resources to combat. You know what I'm saying? There's, 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 it's always, it's always, eh. It's never like a fucking, like a, like a twisting thing. It's always like fucking one angle going at another angle. Your woman said hello in the chat. Uh, she's not on there oh, anymore. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Hello, woman. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I think the problem is that there has been movies where that's happened. There's a yeah. hold on. What the fuck's that movie? Legion. You seen that where they go to the diner? He's yeah, like, but the thing is, every time, even they, 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 other, every movie except maybe Constantine, they make him so hands offy, but they make everyone else so hands onzy. Because think, but of the it. thing, they're horror movies. But what I'm saying though is, there's never, unless it's a super religious film, there's never any. There's not like a, a, you know what I mean? Like there's like you can play into that so well and make a good horror movie. But you're not playing into a whole world of ideas. You're just kind of like, everybody here, there's only one team, and the other team doesn't fuck with us, and we're going to hold this little road as hard as we can for horror movies. So, listen. So, I think that in the context of horror films, they want you, they want to incite a feeling of dread or hopelessness. And you can do Therefore, that. Therefore, I think you be. can do that, but it takes a good writing Product, uh, a writing team to get to that point. I think what we're doing is a lot of people are taking too many liberties mm-hmm. and they're just like, hey, ain't nobody gonna question this shit. They just wanna be, they just wanna go watch a movie and be chill for a few hours and leave. Like, you're not writing works of art that are like, obviously they're not real, but ob- you're not writing works of art that you're like, damn, you know what? That was interesting. Or maybe they would react differently if there was an apex predator out there above them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like hey, we gotta get this shit going because two hours from now, these motherfuckers are gonna show up and we're fucking murked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, Somebody who's religious, like they always die. What if somebody just like you know, like say for example, like in uh, what was that movie called? The fucking with the um, the omen. The little the little boys acting wild and shit, and they're like, you know what? And they start praying. The fucking angel comes in, and murks them. And they're like, oh well, roll credits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like shit like that. Not every movie, but there's not there's no fear in the other. There's they're they're the apex predator, and when they're there. They they get lazy, and I think that that's what happened with horror movies because there's no adversity, and they're always on the top row. These demons and monsters and cults and everything, they they just eh, fuck it, eh, that's good enough. You know what I mean? And success is is I think is the worst defeat for anyone. Where they're these movies are all just so used to having a free ride into the writing world where they're like, yeah, well, we're the, we're the scary ones. We're the ones that are running shit. You know, they don't ever feel like they're in a hurry to do anything. They don't ever feel like they're like, yeah, like paranormal activity. I revert to it. it. Took them like fucking 50 years to get that set up. And then it was lackluster at best. You know what I'm saying? There's no like, oh, dude, this other region that we just, they just got fucking taken out. You know, people are moving on us. We got to get shit rolling. You know, that would be a good movie because there's urgency there. And there's a reason to make things move along faster. And when they fuck with people. There's a formula that's proven. That's why they continue to do it, like you said. And it continues to make money. Exactly. But, you know, that's great. But I think what's happening is they're, they're pushing out too many movies that are the same fucking thing over time. And I think if they 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 reflected on that, maybe there's avenues for different kind of movies. Not I'm saying full out wars and shit like fucking Endgame, but like 
maybe a a, a a plot twist movie, like an Inception type of thing, where they're like, plot twist, they're actually the ones being hunted down. And it is a horror movie, but on their perspective. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I'm i not going to lie. I always say that. I hate watching those, like, demonic movies, the video camera ones and shit about possession, because just like you said, I already know the ending is going to suck dick for the main character. You never beat... Satan is undefeated in the modern horror film. Exactly. And that is a frustrating thing, like how you said, like, I just want one movie. Like, at the end of Paranormal Activity, when, like, everybody's getting swarmed by, like, these evil old witches or this invisible ghost demon, right? Like you said, like, a fucking angel with, like, a nine-inch dick just (laughs) pops through the wall, bro, and just fucking, like... Kool-Aid Manson. RKO's the fucking (laughs) demon, bro. The fucking uh, Stone Cold music starts playing. (laughs) Yeah, and he just starts slamming beers with the main character. Credits. Like, I want to see different shit, too. Like, don't get me wrong, because I say but that. That's the, why do I don't un- watch... Do you understand where I'm coming from? Then? I get the sentiment. Like, I feel that sentiment. Nobody ever talks about it, though, but yeah. But that's... that, uh, this, And that's how I see movies. Mm-hmm. And that's how I see the world. Like, I see what what's in front of me, but then I, I like, see another world behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because even me, bro, when I go into horror movies, I never go into a horror movie going like, oh, this is going to be flawless, or I'm going to enjoy this. But in my head, I'm like, I'm going to nitpick the hand full of scenes that i think are different or stand right. out and, and that's and, all i'm looking for and that's and, a problem and my thing in life is every i see it from from the front i want to get it at an angle too i yeah. want that whole perspective of from the left side where nobody's fucking looking mm-hmm. you know and that's maybe where like my friend told me i should write a book but i was like you know that's what i want to if i were ever a director i think i would want to get it from an angle nobody can fucking see mm-hmm. you know i could hear that I'm trying to think of like a movie or a story that's done that like well. None. Constantine was the closest to it, but he was really incompetent and 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 stubborn. Um, other than that, no. Legion uh, doesn't he fucking? I don't know. I haven't seen Legion in fucking forever. Legion was about angels, and the angels were actually evil. They weren't demons. That's They're right. all angels. But now, like, okay, I'm gonna ask you another question. Then, like, in terms of story, this is hard for me to even answer. Think of a character. Think of a movie or a story where the main character is the most interesting or well-developed Including character. Including horror movies or no? Uh, any, any any story. Where the main character is what? When the main character is very developed and interesting. More so even than like... Great other, Gatsby? That's such a fucking random one to throw out, bro. What, what's the Great Gatsby? He's not the main character. Isn't it told through the POV of the girl? No. Told through the, the POV of Tobey Maguire, which is cousin to the girl that he's in love with. Is he more interesting than Gatsby? Oh, you're talking about he, well... The main character, the narrator. I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was the main character. No, it's about Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay, I guess that doesn't count. told then. through his eyes. Uh, okay, so you're talking about a movie where the main character is the, is focused on and he's the most interesting one in the movie? Yes. Uh, okay, let me think. Uh, Sicario. The main Emily, character is Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, yeah, and she's the most she's interesting one. She's more interesting one. than fucking... The uh, Del Toro, whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, Benicio. yeah, because she's she's combating morality. Del Toro's just there to murk people. Yeah, he's like fucking put him in front of me. Let me see him. Murk so him. she has a cool arc at the beginning when the house blows up and shit. Oh, that was the movie. I love that movie. No, yeah. I think it's because you see her progression where she dips into maybe this is the thing we should be doing, just murking motherfuckers. And then she's like, no, that's not what we're supposed to do. And then she she combats it. Del Toro's just. Um, what else? That's is a good it? example. Like there was rare examples like that. Yeah, other movie like that. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. He's a very interesting character. Oh, dude, that hits fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other movie is? Uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know because there's just so many. Maybe like even Ocean's Eleven. Never seen it. Oh, Cars too. <laughs> like a Ralph son. <laughs> but no, nah. yeah, like so it's hard. Like especially in horror no, movies it, when you're I, like I tied think to it's something. Just shines signs of a well written character. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. But that's that's your point. When you make a main character, you want him to be the main story. Right, but no, a lot of times what movies are doing, it's in particular horror movies, all the main character is is a lens for us to see, like, oh, how can we scare them? That, that, that. And because of that, the main character is pretty much just an avatar, like you said, a reactionary mm-hmm. fucking tool. But instead of this person that you see them rationalizing. And that's what I loved about Emily Blunt in that movie. She sat back and thought about what was going on around her. And questioned, is this the way to do it? Am I wrong? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then she saw everything going crazy around her. Um, and that's what I like in a character, when they can actually sit back and question what's going on around them and develop into this person that they're becoming. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, ooh, every time they fucking something happens. Speaking of reactionary, the goat. What about That was a terrible segue. The fucking Black Phillip Dude, this conversation has been... I know. Do you think you could kill the goat with your bare hands? Can you? Yeah. I don't think you can kill a goat that big with your bare hands. I don't think so either. Because that motherfucker had to like double grab him and he was still bucking Oh, uh, yeah. There was a part where he wrestled the goat. I forgot about that. Yeah. And I'm assuming that man was pretty strong. So that goat, I mean, that goat bucks him. He can get fucking ribs broken. And also, what about the part at the end of the movie where uh, the mom saw like her ghost children and she started letting like a crow peck on her titty? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was laying in bed and the dad got up. Uh, I think at that point the corruption was already in there. You know, like I think what happened is that um, one of them brought it into the house and then it just started to spread. Do you believe in like inherent evil? Well, what do you mean? Like that's kind of what this movie was almost like. It felt like this inherent like overcoming darkness. Kind of how you said there's never any contrast to it. Yeah. Like, but in this movie, you know, in this universe. Apparently, you know, the soil died, their relationship soiled. Oh, you think it was just like tainted land? Yeah. Do I believe in tainted land? You're- no, no, not tainted land, but evil in general. Like, or do you think there's just bad luck? People have bad fucking luck. Like, in terms of like, so you said in terms of a higher power, you think there's a higher power. Right. Is there the opposite way, a lower power? I don't know. Because my higher power, a bit uh, the way that I rationalize it, I don't know what it even is like. There's not a book that tells me how it worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe the Bible is completely accurate. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Like, taking my personal experiences, again, there's only so much you could, like, go off of personal experiences, right? Right. Like, this whole existence, for the most part, it feels to me like a series of choices and just positions you're kind of started out with. Mm-hmm. Like, because say if you were born in, like, the better part of town, right? You're not going to experience the lows that, like, we would experience down here in terms of things you're going to Yeah, see. but you experience different things, though. You don't experience the same things, but you still experience things. Yeah, but generally people in this area are going to see the same things I'm seeing. Not necessarily. And if I see a dead lady blacked out across the street from my mailbox, everybody's going to, like, drive up and down the street and see that, which yeah, I just saw, like, three days ago. But you, you can't say that. That would, that would mean that everybody around you would be the same. Well, no, just in terms of, like, an outlook. Mm-hmm. Like, whether how you process that and what you make of that is 
depending upon the person. I think like, I think that fractures into castes. Like you know about the caste system. Mm-hmm. You know, like like India has a, a monetary caste system. And China yeah. has a social caste system. Like peasant monarchy. Right. I, I think that there's mindsets, various mindsets in each bracket. Like upper middle class, middle class, lower middle class, poverty, wealthy, blah blah blah, blah above there. <laughs> you know, I think that they don't share the same complete ideas and they are not like the ants where like it's a hive mentality but i think they share a lot of characteristics and a lot of adversities i think each one would share its own adversities and some may dip down and others depending on their social uh high you know their social relations and shit like that and other people can move through rankings up and down so there's people that have been up here and went down here people that have been down there went up here you know so there's there's throughout all of the brackets there's there's fluid movement Mm -hmm. except for the highest brackets where that's that's generational wealth that most people don't ever obtain. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that because you over you went through something somebody in Leewood has never felt that. You know, it's 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 ludicrous to say that. Yeah, but they would be considered more marginal, more the So say say like this. The outlier. Say like this. We both went to Wyandotte, right? Yeah. So well, I know I didn't go to school out here. Okay, I'm sorry. So we both went to public school. Mm-hmm. I went to Wyandotte. And I've been I went to Whittier, everything else like that. If my job started paying me two hundred grand a year, I would live in Leewood. How are we different? Explain that again. So right now we both live in Wyandotte. Yeah. If my job offered me two hundred thousand dollars salary next year, I move out to Leewood. I am now part of that bracket. Mm. We and you have the same experiences to an extent. Yes. That's my point. Well, no, you could change the mindset. That's <laughs> clear. But I'm saying that, in general, my perception of good and evil is different than of someone of a higher caste system. Uh, I don't know about that one, my guy. That's what I'm referring to. I don't know about that one, because that, that's, that's an extreme uh, scenario where that person's parents and upbringing play a major role into it. Because there's social norms that we accept, like pedophile, uh, pedophilia is wrong on any bracket, anywhere you go. Obviously, people that are high up in the hierarchy don't feel that way with Jeffrey Epstein and all that shit and the Playboy guy, Hugh Hefner, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, for the majority of normal people that aren't in those atmospheres, we all share the same values, gay or nay. Now, there's some people that do have different, like, for example, like some people have different ideas when it comes to gun violence or different ideas when it comes to blank things, you know. But that is your personal interest coming out not your social norm even to break it down further like i even thought of like a contradiction of what i said myself right uh-huh. so metaphorically speaking i uh i interpret this in music that i make also when i'm referring to the neighborhood and stuff i feel like uh i said i didn't say hi oops alex is watching she's gone i definitely she's gone bro pissed off as fuck at you. <laughs> oh well uh. like in my head right i met if i um metaphorically i feel like this is hell almost the bottom level it gets lower clearly but from my perspective and things i've seen mm-hmm. this is hell okay however a guy down the street lived the exact same life as me right he could glorify this no no no, no. this is a beautiful place i love it every single bit of it so you are right in that aspect i don't share the same shared perspective as my environment as everyone else right so like now, just even thinking about it like i rationalize that in my head no, think about it like this. 
Say that you, you know how people when they have those near death experiences, their outlooks and life changes. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I'm a very firm believer that everybody should take a moment out of whenever they can a chance to step back in time or step back out of everything and just rationalize and think about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like we never take a moment to step back and think about where their life is getting and what just happened. Um, imagine that you do that. You're like, I'm, I'm a. I'm a lucky man compared to a lot of other people. You have your own yes. house. You have a job. You have a family that loves you. You have a daughter. You have friendship. You have your podcast and X amount of things. Mm-hmm. There is people in this world that have substantially more than you. And there's people substantially less than you. You know, the people that are under you are like, man, if I had that. Or somebody, I'll even make it simple. Somebody in a wheelchair might be like, man, if I could just walk. And you get to walk every day. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, man, if I could just walk again, I would do this, this, and this, and this. And it's, it brings me back to my point where there's potential that everybody sees in other people that they are like, man, I wish that I wish that they would take advantage of it. I wish they would, you know, do something with it. And it's the same thing. Like, you can walk every day. People that can't walk because they're paraplegics or they're disabled are like, man, I wish I could do that. And you take it for granted. And that's what it is. It's you're taking your life for granted. You have, you're taking everything that you have for granted. You're so focused on... Oh man, if I had this, I could be out in Leewood like them. And if I had money, you're not focusing on everything you do have. You're focusing on everything on you that you don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's rob you're robbing yourself of joy that you already have sitting there. Like everything else will like. I was telling my my buddy, me and him went to go watch Spider Man. Me and my friend Marco, we pulled up to my house, and my dad called us a little bit later. He's like, "Hey, his car is leaking oil." So I'm like, "What?" So then we get back to the house. It's leaking oil. So he parks his car and we take my car. While we're going there, he's like all fucking sad and bummed out. He's like, oh, I got to pay for this and I just paid for this. And I was like, think about it like this. Do you know what happened to your car? No. What if, it fucking, what if it's fucking free? What if it's something as simple as just the band didn't get put on the fucking filter? Or maybe the screw's loose, right? You go, they fix it. You put more oil in, you're done. How do you, why are you acting like your car is about to get fucking towed and explode? And I'm like, you, like your mind goes to the worst instead of going to the best, and like people say, like, well, I, I think about the worst so I don't get disappointed. That's not a good way to live, though. Because, That's me. I know. I'm a pessimist. Your people are pessimists, and I'm not saying being an optimist is the is the way to be. But what I'm saying though is you should have a logical mindset about things, mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't know. Maybe I should wait to find out before I start feeling a certain type of way. You know what I mean? Yeah, perfect parallel to that, bro. Like, uh, two months ago, right before I did a podcast, I hopped in my car. I was going to run to the gas station real quick, put the key in the ignition. Motherfucker's stuck. Yeah. Won't twist. I kind of kind of got to finesse the wheel. Car turns on. Cool. Go to the gas station. Come back. Key won't. When I turn it off, the key won't come out. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to really fuck with it for, like, a good 10 minutes. All right, it's out. The entire podcast, my energy, my soul. Similar to your boy, bro, I got to pay. They're going to have to take out the whole steering wheel, figure out the ignition, da 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 Go up there. I'm still feeling like shit the next day. Oh, we just had to put some uh, oil in it. It's got a little fucking, it's got a little rusty. Uh, the $90 is the like minimum to get your car looked at. It was $94. They mm-hmm. charged me $4 to squirt some fucking oil into it. <laughs> Could have probably had Alfred do it. I know. Like how you said, though, fucking. Does that make you think about it? Hmm? Does it make you think about it? Like, I think that's impossible to, like, inherently just change, like... <laughs> that's why I think people should sit back and reflect on it. Because think about it like this. Think about it like this. Say that the worst case scenario happened. Your car fucking blew up, right? Worst case scenario, you have people around you that are willing to help you. 
you're not alone. And I think that's a default method people or a default mindset people have where they're like, I got to deal with all this. You're like, no, like you got you got your brother-in-law who's a fucking mechanic. People around you will help you out. People need if you need a ride, you can call any one of us. We'll all offer you to give you a ride. You know, you're not like, oh, fuck, nobody's going to fuck with me. I'm dead. I'm screwed by myself. And it's not like that. And I think a lot of people go to the negative super fucking fast and hard when I'm telling like I was telling him, I was like, bro, I'll give you a ride tomorrow. I ain't got shit to do. Mm -hmm. You just got to wake up. We'll figure it out. And, you know, if it's some money, it's okay. Money comes and goes. You know, if 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 it's something that I need to take you to go do, I don't got I can spend my whole day fucking with it. You know? And and I think that's where a lot of people don't they, they don't realize and they overlook a lot of things and they're taking it for granted that you have people that care about you in your life. You have people that are willing to help you. And maybe things are a little shitty. Maybe you do gotta replace your steering wheel. But it's not the end of the world. I think that's a hard mindset because that's a childhood thing. What do you mean? Like, because I've been that, that way my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a negative outlook on everything. Everything's worst case scenario. Similar to how you said, like, let you me, let don't want to be disappointed. Let me give you my mindset. Maybe uh-huh. to see if you can relate to it. I'll give you a scenario. Actually, it fucking happened to me yesterday. I take Mar- my friend Marco to, 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 um, to my house so he can drop off his car. I drive my car. When we're going there, I hit a pothole. I'm like, oh, shit, hit a pothole. Fuck. Okay. So we get to the movie. I talk to him about it. We watch the movie. It's a great movie. We go back home. And then we're waiting for Alex to go get Whataburger. Um, I drive to Whataburger and come back. We're good. The next day, my tire has a, a warp in it because like, I hit the pothole. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. So I call the dealer. And I call the dealer. They're like, yeah, we got the tire. It'll be 250 whatever. Okay. So I go there pay it like oh no you have insurance so it's one it's a hundred dollars it's 120 dollars and the lady's like hey your rim is bent a little bit we can get that fixed for a hundred bucks why don't you drive it for a little bit if it waddles bring it back if it doesn't then you're okay i'm like okay cool like i'm in the position where i'm okay with that like i have to take care of it i have to get it done other people would panic i feel lucky that i can be like okay it's 120 dollars or 140 dollars it's fine here you go i'm good to go it's taken care of i can leave i don't stress out about it anymore is that because of my income level maybe maybe it is because i don't have to worry about that is it because of my mentality is when shit happens like that i don't stress out when my uh, fucking a month ago i had to replace the same tire because i was going to recycle stuff for my job Mm -hmm. i had it in the back of my car seat and I was driving down to the plant, I hit something, or something hit my tire, clipped it, and it cut a little piece of it off, so it was, like, airing out. And I got there, and I was like, oh, damn. But my, 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 my default is not to get worried about things, or not to stress out about things. Like, I don't get to that point. I'm like, what can I do to either stop the bleeding, or to fix it? Or what are my options? That's where my mind goes first. It doesn't go to, oh, fuck, now I got to spend $100. Or, oh, what am I going to do? My whole day is ruined. It doesn't go to that. My mind goes to, what can I do to fix it or take care of it, stop the bleeding? Did, were, you ha- were you like that before you had money, though? I want to say yes. But I don't because remember. Because I think that's where mine is. I default to because I know that I'm check to check. Terrible at saving. We do okay. You know, we have enough to get by. But, like, in terms of, like, when big shit happens... But the majority of America is like that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, though, is like you can't go back in time and prevent it from happening. If it happens, it happens. You got to deal with it regardless. So you can't just be like, well, bu- 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 rewind button. Now it's not happening anymore. 
you got to figure it out either way. But I think what I'm getting at is a lot of people default into we have to do this. Nobody's going to help us. We're fucked. Nobody. We're on our own. Like, but it's not like that. Not everybody has that, you know, support system around them where somebody's like, yeah, you know, I'll help you out. Yeah, I'll let you borrow some money. You know what that's like telling somebody though? What? Um, say if like I had a guy in the room behind you right now and he pulls the curtain and like grabs you and goes, ah, mm-hmm. and to tell you, why did you jump? You don't need to jump. You know that nobody's going to hurt you. It's an inherent reaction. You can't tell people to not. Right. And and that, and that's fair. And that, there's people that aren't on the same level. We're all in different worlds. That's why I say nobody shares the same experience as you. But what I'm saying is like if people take a step back and rationalize things like. With time, yes. Is this serious? Like there's things that are your life threatening. You're very serious. Your car is tire is, is fucked up. It's serious, but not as much as you would think. Are you dying type of thing? You know, I think there's there's compartments where these things fit in. And people are just putting one compartment with everything. And everything's an extreme compared to, you know, at the end of the day, it sucks. It's well, maybe I have to squeeze tighter. Maybe I have to fucking do a, some extra shit. But at least my family is not dead. Yeah. Like, like, that's my gut reaction. But over time, I do get to what you're talking about. Where I'm kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. It doesn't affect me into where it's gonna like drag me down and i'm gonna turn into like the cartoon version of a sloth out of nowhere <laughs> but that's that's my thing is like and 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 that's i'm like you know what if if worse if all hell breaks loose there's i can i can ask people for help you know and some people may not have that and that's you know there's very there's very there's exceptions to everything but for the majority of it i think a lot of people don't don't take a moment to be like listen it'll be okay you know yeah, I think there's people that don't get that option, and that's what I'm getting at. There's people that get diagnosed with cancer where they're like, "You got five months to live." You're like, "There is no more." Okay, they have to rationalize that quickly and be like, "I got to take advantage of my time." That would be like the best like clarity you can get in your entire fucking life. All of a sudden, like, but no, no, but think about it though. Everything is in everything does not fucking matter after that no more. You 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 understand what's important. In exactly, your life. you understand what matters. That's my point. You're like, so yeah, you think you should have that mentality all the time, even without the cancer diagnosis. I, I think you should you, you should consider that. As, I'm not telling anybody what to think or feel, but I think you should consider that mindset because then you realize things do suck. Things do happen that fucking suck. And things get tough for some people sometimes. But I think that that mentality is a beautiful mentality because... You rationally, yeah, it sucks. I don't have a car, or I have to spend a hundred dollars, but I get to go see my wife and kids. You know, they're still there and they love me. There's people that don't get to say that. You know, we all had a great time yesterday. How many people don't get to do that? That was a really good time. But what I'm saying, though, mm-hmm. your people's perspectives are fucked up, and I think you're hyper focusing on, oh, what was me? Look at this fucking little thing that happened to me instead of. It'll be all right. Worst case scenario, Marco's like, hey, let me borrow 500 bucks. I'm like, okay. Just pay me back whenever. Yeah, that was my worst case. Like, Dad, let me hold $200 because I can cover the rest of it, but I'll get you back right away. And then you're done. And a lot of people don't have that. So, And a lot of people don't have that. But we're talking about people that do. There's extremes on both ends. You know, but there's we're in the spectrum of things, like, I'm talking about you individually. Some people may have different scenarios, and there are different solutions for those. Mm-hmm. But for you yourself, you're like, you're not alone. You're on an island, you know. So defaulting to that mindset where you're like, oh fuck, and you're stressing out, like it's not a good way to be. <laughs> that's just who I am at the soul, though. That's not changing. But you can work on it. 
you know, well, think uh, about it and rationalize and stop yourself. Maybe you can catch yourself from getting to that extreme. Yeah. I haven't talked about this on here a lot, but like, so when my mom had me, she was kind of like going through it at mm-hmm. the time. So she was like, you know, experimenting with different like depression medication and shit. Yeah. So um, I think like that kind of did something to me whenever I was born or some shit. I don't know. I don't know how that, I don't know how genetic it is. I know, but like, um, or hereditary. so I think like that kind of like carried over to me a little bit. Cause I've always kind of been like this, uh, like, you know, that movie with the different emotions in the kid's brain, the blue, yeah, uh, red is mad. Blue yeah, is sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my blue's always been a little bit bigger ever since I was, was a that child. inside out or some shit. I think that's a porno. Oh, is it? What was that movie called? In and out. Yeah. No, that's a fucking, <laughs> that's a, that's a joint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I've seen I actually like that movie yeah yeah anyways but like ever since I was a kid I've got like vi- very very vivid memories of like other kids telling me like dude fucking cheer up Why the, what the fuck's wrong with you why are you so down all the time why do you always look sad mm-hmm. and that's just like my default setting I think mm. so like I said I've always been Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. so this like me now is my growth like that's still think, my default I think, shit I think that that is a mentality that comes with time because I wasn't thinking like this when I was your age. I was. But then again, I well, could You are your liar. age. You're not my age yet. How much older are you than me? How old are you? 29. I'm like four years older than you. Oh. You know, but even then, like, like, um, it's something you have to, like, work at. It doesn't just show up. You know, like, I just had a long time to think about things, and I reflect. That's one of the things that I do do. I, I sit down and I reflect. And, and I don't know if you, if, if other people can do it, but what I can, what I do is like I have things running in my mind 24-7 when, when I'm, oh, not 24-7, but when I'm awake, when I'm awake, I'll have something in the back burner cooking and then I'll have my, my, my day to day and then I'll have something. Oh, okay. I figured that out. You know, I'll just have things running in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I, I always have something going and I'm always analyzing something while I'm doing my day to day or thinking about it or doing my job or whatever I have to do. You strike me as someone who's like very confident and very like confident in your understanding of, of things. Ah, there's a lot of shit that I don't know about. A lot, a lot, a lot of shit I don't know about. Well, no, just like even when I was talking about like, um, what do you call it? The fucking Matrix shit. Yeah, but I've, I've you looked very into that. assured that like it was wrong. Da da da. Yeah, because I'm like talking it, about it how to handle like um, pessimistic, optimistic shit. Mm-hmm. You seem very affirmed in your beliefs. I do. I I believe what I say. Correct. And see, where I feel like I'm very, I'm barely coming into that. Mm-hmm. However, I'm definitely more flimsy. Like I kind of want to hear everything. But the thing about it is, like, I don't have a problem being wrong. I just want to be told why I'm wrong, Listen, not man. just be told I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're very confrontational about it. If as long as you can give me a, a, a like here here's the thing I don't like to be like my, my biggest thing of my parents uh-huh. like I don't like to be told no but I like to be told why no yeah so if you're telling me don't touch the stove I'm like I don't like being told no but if you tell me this is why I don't want you to touch the stove oh okay I understand now that's how I that's how I've been my whole life mm-hmm. so like if you tell me no I'm be like you're just telling me because you don't want me to do it yeah, and don't get me wrong. I like that about you. That's cool as fuck to me because I feel like in my life I'm around a lot of people that yeah. kind of let me just ramble on motorboat and don't question like anything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I like the whole – I like being challenged. Mm. I like seeing somebody else's perspective. Mm-hmm. So, like, I respect that about you. Yeah, thank you. But I've just noticed that's, like, a, a quality you have. People – maybe somebody outside might be like, man, Gus, is, Gus just likes to hear himself talk. 
Probably or something yeah. like that. And it's like, no, I kind of get rambles. it. But fucking, like I said, I like that about you. I think that's yeah. why you make a good podcast guest. Mm, thank you. I think that's a double compliment. <laughs> yeah. No, and 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 I, and I want to be clear. Like, I don't have a problem being wrong. I just want to be told why I'm wrong, so I can sit back. And, okay, this is where I fucked up. This is where I wasn't catching on. Oh, this is the insight that I didn't have. This is what I should have been thinking about. <laughs> it's always an opportunity to learn for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, I, I when I'm at home, I spend ninety nine percent of my time at my in my room. My desk is my area. It's, it's, you know how people say that like, they're safe area? Mine isn't a safe area. Mine is my, I just feel like a laboratory. Like all of my stuff obviously is there. But like I have books, I have, I have, my, I have my Pokemon cards that I finagle with. But in my mind, I have fucking like eight things going on at the same time. So while I'm sitting there, I got my TV on, I'm watching something or listening to something. I'm, I got, if I'm reading a book, I got my book here. I'm working on whatever I'm working on here. And I got my, like my, I'm always theory crafting something in, in my, in, in Pokemon. Cause I always want to, you know, find those new ideas. Type <laughs> you got to keep like one little fucking closet just for that. Yeah. But my mom has told me that I've always been a person that ha- always has something going on. Like if I don't have something going on, I'll try this or jump onto this or something. Like I'm always moving on to moving on to something or figuring something out or learning something, you know, and I have that. And it, it, it's 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 kind of weird because I have like one of the weirdest things. Whenever I get stoned, my brain slows down. I focus on one thing and I can think really clearly. All the fucking things that are moving mm-hmm. stop, and I can just focus on each one at a time. Compared to they're always moving. Like while we're talking, I'm thinking about something else, and I'm thinking about this, and I'm doing the other things in my head. Um, but once you once I'm in my room, I can put everything into into production. So I can work on this, figure this out, think about this, you know, and and that's the place where I can do all of that comfortably. I can't do it anywhere else. So when I'm there, it's, I spend the most time there because it's quiet and I can figure out a lot of shit and get through everything. And then I enjoy being there. You know, it's my area. Um, one of the things that I always will have is I will need to have like my mom. I, I noticed it from her. We are people that we need to have our space that is solely our space where we can you know be only not nobody can go in it but a space where it's ours like we need to have ownership of this space so we can confidently do our whole process there mm-hmm. like my mom has a room that she has like four fucking rooms but she has rooms where she does her own thing and nobody else bothers her i realize that i'm the same way but my room is my mind like that you just blew my mind loki what do you mean? Because you like you saying that reminds me of how like you said you have your room that's your space, right? Mm-hmm. When I was growing up from the age of birth until I was about twelve, mm-hmm. I think your girl agreed with me in the chat. By the way, when I was telling you about how I think your personality is, I don't know. The kid doesn't timestamp it, but anyway. No, but fucking. Um, when I was growing up, we I didn't have my own bedroom. I always slept either with my parents or on the couch. Mm-hmm. I never had this like dedicated space that was my own. Mm-hmm. So when my parents came into a little more money, we got a bigger house, right? I had a bedroom now. Never fucking wanted to be in it. Mm. Because I never had that space. Oh, shit. I thought that was muted. (laughs) That was uh, good timing. (laughs) (laughs) She said it again. Gus does like to hear himself talk. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I guess. But nah, dude. Yeah, like, I never had that space. That's the end of this podcast. (laughs) And even, like, our bedroom here, bro. Like, I don't like just hanging out in the bedroom. I don't like... I don't feel like there's any secular area that's my own. And even in, like, the context of this house, you know, I'm not going to get into the personal things of it, but I don't feel like it's necessarily mine. So, like, 
I've yet to really experience like having a space. It's a beautiful thing because it's a space where you feel that you don't have to pretend to, you know, like you don't have to pretend. You don't have to be like I I can wear my boxers there and be in my boxers and I'm perfectly fine. There's nobody else there but me. You know what I mean? Like there's privacy there, I guess if you really want it, but there's just the awareness from everything. And 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 I have a personality where I don't like being around a ton of people. So I go to Walmart before it was 24 hours. I would go to Walmart 2 in the morning because there's nobody there. I enjoyed that, that awareness from everybody. I go to the mall. I'm like, fuck this. It's not that I'm claustrophobic or that I'm like anxious around other people. I don't want to be around people. You know, I don't have a problem being around them if I have to. I don't like being around people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get like nervous or, or anything like that. I just don't want to be around them. Um, and that's why I go out of my way to avoid going places that are super busy. Like, I'll, if I have to, I have to. I went to the mall the other day. I was like, fuck, but I got to. Sat in line for like 40 minutes. But I had to buy a gift, you know? So I can, I can, I don't have that issue, but I like being away from everything because when I'm away from everything, it gives me time to think. I relate to that. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then having a space where it's just, it feels like your little laboratory is what it feels like to me in my room. It's, it feels like it's my little area where I can get things done in my brain. Mm. And I get a lot of things done. So I'll sit there and I'll read. I'll sit there and do whatever. But I, don't, I feel the most comfortable in my life when I'm there. Can you beat off outside of your room? Uh, I don't know. It'd be like, why would I? I don't know, dude. The restroom, living room. Man, that's just, it's like taking Art. shit. I can just do that shit at home. <laughs> like, I'll wait till I get home if I have to do it. If it's that fucking big of a deal. Mm. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, I don't like using public restrooms. I can pee anywhere, but I ain't doing anything else. Dude, you did a perfect segue. Because I merchandised, I was in grocery stores and retail stores, right? Yeah. So when you got to go, bro, you got to go. It doesn't matter where the fuck you are. That's how I grew out of that. And because of that, uh, I got a lot of, like, Walmart bathroom stories. And uh, my favorite one, this is going to definitely end up being a clip. Fucking, um, I was playing with my phone in the restroom, right? Just sitting down, taking my sweet ass time, taking a deuce. At work? At work. And uh-huh. it's in the winter. And I remember it's the winter because I'm in there, minding my own business. This dude, like, runs. I hear the door fucking kick Hold up. Before you go, let me say one thing. If, if it's emergency time, I'll use the bathroom wherever. I'll just make sure I clean the, the, the seat before. Do you use, like, the uh, little. If I can, paper? if I can't, I will go above and beyond to be as comfortable as i can to not feel like i'm touching anything if there's like stains on the seat can you use it no like permanent stains no yeah like the reason why i says because like at work that i've had minus my current building i've used the bathroom at least once minimum not more than a few times but at least once like even at nfm when i was there i used the, the the employee bathrooms way in the back i used them once um other than that like I will if I need to, emergency wise. Like one time, I had to go really bad, and I used the bathroom at Quitrick. But that was it. Go I ahead. used the one down on Kansas Ave one time, and I had to step over an unconscious homeless man, like <laughs> down in a, by the factories and shit. Oh yeah, literally, well, dude just laid out like legs across like the entrance. I had to kind of go like, oh fuck, he's gonna grab me. Like I gotta go, buddy. Listen, if you want to come in here, good, <laughs> God bless you. But now I was saying, so the restroom story. Yeah. So uh, I'm sitting in the stall, bro, playing with my phone, taking my time. Yeah. I hear someone fucking like action movie kick the fucking door open like to the restroom dude like comes into the stall right next to me <clears throat> i hear him like fumbling with the lock i can hear him breathing heavy <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's winter time i remember this because he was like fucking with his zippers oh the coats chucks his fucking coat on the ground fucking playing with his belt 
I'm like, man, it's really serious over there. Yeah. Whatever. I keep looking. And he's got his like uh his back to the door. I don't know why I remember that detail. And he fucking drops the pants, right? And I'm still kinda like, whatever, whatever. And then I hear him like hit the toilet finally and like Whoa, crazy shit's going on. I'm like, oh, you get it, bro. <laughs> I look down on the floor. Next to my foot, bro, there's a, just a pile of shit on the ground about two inches away from my foot. Oh. So he didn't make it. He shit before his ass hit the toilet. See, that's that's interesting. Like, how do you get to that point? And I'm staring at this glob of, do- of dookie, bro, right next to my fucking foot. Yeah. With phone in hand. What's Snap. the next move? Take a picture. <laughs> Would you have taken a picture? Hell yeah, I would have. See, I didn't, because I was like in such shock. Then I was like, if I hit this button, it's going to make a sound. Knowing it wouldn't. Just mute it. I couldn't think that quick. I panicked. Uh. I'm just there staring at it, kind of like... that. This is like a uh, derivative of my personality. Yeah. Just went into complete, like, uh, fucking... Did you scream super loud? <laughs> I just went into my, I should have just screamed. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a spectator at this point. I'm going to be a spider on the wall and just see what happens. So I sat there for a couple minutes longer, right? And I got to see this dude drop down on a knee with some fucking toilet paper and start scraping it off the floor. As my foot is about right here, this pile is about right here. Yeah. This guy's literally reaching under, scooping his Good own shit. Good for him, up. though. Good for him. Right. And uh, yeah, so then I made sure to be done before he got out of the stall. That's respectful. Yeah. You don't want to embarrass him more than, yeah, it is what it is. Human nature. But yeah, that's one of the hazards of using public restrooms, so I understand why you put it off. Yeah, like, there's. Sometimes you just don't get that luck. But I'm a very firm believer of, I will do that at home. In my own private area with my own time. Your own humble abode. Yeah, exactly. You know. Most of the time I go in there, I have my phone and I'm not even I'm like fucking two minutes in, I'm done. I'm just in there fifteen minutes on my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just human nature, but uh never had anything that crazy. I've had a lot of crazy shit happen to me, not in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know. Like I've lived an interesting life. Bro, I've got three stories of where like um you know when you're like coming out of the stall and you got to walk down kind of like a hall to get to the front door, or like it's a long row of stalls. So you know to get to the sinks, you got to walk past the row of stalls. Bro, one time I was at a I was at a club or a bar. I forgot where I was. It was a long time ago. I was in my early twenties, and there was like, I guess like two bathroom men and women, and they were from I don't know what the fuck the women's bathroom. I don't know how they fucked it up. They fucked it up. But you know how men have the long urine thingy, right? Yeah. So. It's awkward for everybody. Bro, this chick went in there and peed in it. I was like, like, what the fuck? Put her back on the wall and just started letting go. Dude, I don't, I don't know how. She, she, she's done that before. But I, was, I walked in there and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, fuck this. I was like, it's, that's my cue to get the fuck out of here and go home. Nah, dude, I would have walked in there and just been like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this is... Like, if she's pee. that drunk, bro, she doesn't even know you exist. She just needed to pee. But like, I, was, I was like, all right, well, this is... Uh, not what I expected on a Saturday night. So I was just like, yep, I'm going to wait till this is over, then I'm going to pee, and then I'm going to get my ass out of here. Shit, bro. One time at an IHOP on uh, Shiny Mission Parkway, I uh, me and this dude were walking to the restroom oh, together. Was Target in the Walmart? No, it used to be. It's right off uh, I-35 oh, Shiny oh, Mission Parkway. Oh, by Kmart. Or Kmart where it used to be. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. there anymore. Uh, me and this dude were walking towards the restroom together, and I'm like hot on this dude's heels. We're like fucking 0.5 seconds apart. Yeah. 
we both like he pushes the door open i follow him behind him and it's only when i we both walk in there and the door shuts behind us that we realize it's a single bathroom and the toilet and like the little stand-up are like right next to each other so there's this moment where me and this like old white dude just make eye contact and i just go i'm gonna i'll, I'll wait <laughs> he's like why wait <laughs> you. Oh, you don't got to go anywhere. Just unzips and sits down. <laughs> he's like, know. you got to go number one, number two. And he's like, you pick one. I'll stand or you stand. <laughs> <laughs> then the whole gotta... time he's just looking at you like with this while you're fucking peeing. <laughs> Dude, I'm just fascinated with public restrooms. I just got a lot of like you know, stories. You know what? One thing that me and my friend Daniel used to do, yeah. we would go on Saturday nights when we were younger. We didn't have shit to do. We were, we would go to Quit Trip at night, like around 8 p.m., 9 p.m., and stay there till like 1 in the morning. You would see the most crazy amount of things be in there. Like, it's such a great place that people watch. Like, you go get yourself a big Q, a hot dog or some food, and just chill out in the parking lot. Like, I would get some flower seeds. We would just sit on the trunk of my car or his car and just watch people interact in and out, get in and out. The people that you would see on Saturday nights at Quit Trip, it's a great people watching place. Like, the shit that you see, you're like, that lives in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, there's a lot of places where you can do that. Like, even if you go to certain places, there's people watching is such an, a crazy thing. You can do that in a Walmart, bro. Walmart's kind of tough, though, because you, you don't get to see everything. You got to go through. You got to get, like, a good vantage point. Quit trip, you're sitting in the parking lot. You got a good parking spot. You see everything. You get what I mean? I get it. It's kind of like surreal things. Like, I used to work at NFM during Christmas. Like seeing people run in on Christmas on Black Friday on NFM is you know you don't see that everywhere else you know you don't get that massive rush of people gunning it for the back where the electronics are you know there's just things that some people don't get to experience and some people don't get the option or don't have the idea that damn that's pretty interesting to see happen. You could argue that like anybody in the service industry sees shit like that though. Man, I don't think like. Old Navy has a rush of people like that. That's true. It's a little bit more high end. Mm-hmm. It's high end? Old Navy? Get the fuck out of here. Bigger than fucking Walmart. Well, yeah, but just not by much. Like, I I don't shop at Old Navy at all. Or the Gap? Ralph not, Lauren? No. Maybe Ralph Lauren. Listen, bro. It's what I think, okay? When I was a kid, when I was like in high school, right? I had a job at McDonald's at 14. And me and my boys used to always talk, like, bro, how do we get into Walmart? What do we have? Whose dick do we have to suck to start working at Walmart? Like, we thought that was like the pinnacle because we had that, like you said, the caste system. We had that peasant mindset. Like, yo, if we just get to Walmart, I think we'll be good. Dude, I'm telling you, that's a big thing for me. Telling people, like, there is potential in you that you don't see. And, you know, I think you're selling yourself short. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no idea how many times I've had that conversation with different people. You know? Yeah, I think that's something you outgrow, but it usually comes too nah, late. Nah, bro. People my age, people younger than me, still dealing with it. Like I, 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 I'm, I, I could name off five people right now that I literally talked to in the last month about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I don't know if I'm like, I'm not saying that I'm like hyping people up, but like I'm not a fucking hype man for like Little John. But what I'm telling you is like, even like my friend Marco, like I was like, bro, you can do this. You can go because like, I asked him like, what are you gonna do when? Because he's getting some phlebotomy degree or some shit like that. I'm like, what are you gonna do with this? Like, you gotta get that money. You know, like don't sell yourself short. If you can do this, that means you can do this. You can move on to another thing. You're not you're not just boom done. I'm this is roll credits for my life. You know? And that's what I told him. And it's like the, the same thing that like other people that I like you you're selling yourself short but just saying this is what I am. 
Like you can be more than that if you wanted to be more than that. Maybe it'll be hard, but you can go get more because you can. I there's you're not retarded. You're not stupid. You're not crazy. You can go and do that. It'll be hard. It won't be easy. Mm-hmm. But you you can get more. Just you you know, and a lot of people don't have that don't see that potential in them. Yeah, dude, it's definitely scary to come out of your comfort zone. Yeah, for anybody. Like before doing this, bro, like I never would have thought that I would be doing this shit. Bro, I was comfortable working my nine to five, coming home, just watching TV. But isn't for 10 it hours isn't it so rewarding to have done it and being like, I could have did that. Why didn't I do that sooner? Exactly. Like there is like this thing, like, why the fuck wasn't I doing this ten years ago? But you see what I'm saying though? And I think by people having conversations like this, they come out of that shell mm-hmm. or maybe they just need they, and that's this is what i was gonna say I, remember what you're saying your friends don't challenge you i think you i think your friends are not really your friends then if they're if they're just agreeing with you mm-hmm. like one of the things that me and my my best friend have is like we'll tell each other exactly what it is like if like he was talking to a girl like four or five years ago and i was like i don't think you should date her he's like why and i told her why okay cool cut it off you know like he, he has something that i admire in him a lot he has a really good judgment of character you know and if he's like oh i don't i don't trust this dude okay cool i'm not fucking with you you know what i mean yeah i trust him that's my boy so when he told me something it turned out to be true and i was like yeah mark mark was right you know and it's just you know like that i think that's you don't need to have a lot of friends in your life but you need to have good friends in your life or people that you can be like hey you know what do you think about this remember what i told you last week about the advice thing for asking yourself, what would what would I say to Bella? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing. Like, if you don't have a friend, this is what you got to do. <clears throat> but you should have friends in your life that are like, hey, you know what? You're fucking up, my dude. You got to get your shit together. I think the way I I like people is I got to have some type of admiration for you. And some people's skill just isn't speaking. Like, some people are just better. Like, some guys, like, I can... Well, the thing about it is, like, you, you, your friends, like, it's like whenever you're up top... Everybody's your friend, you know. When you're down low, and then it's when you see when your fr- who your real friends are. Like when you got when you're young and you got all the all the girls and you got all the fucking popularity. Everybody wants to be your fucking friend. But when you're bound, when you're down bad, you're like, hey man, listen, I need you to help me out. They're like, oh, I can't do it, my dude. Oh, I can't help you out, my dude. And, you know, you start seeing who your true friends are, and then who's there just for benefit, and who's there because they really care about you, you know, type of thing. And it's sad. Because you think you think everybody's your friend. You think everybody likes you. But then you realize, oh, this person just fucking with me because I got this or I have access to this type of thing. Have you ever met someone who, like, genuinely doesn't like you and is, like, doesn't no. tell you but you could feel it? No. Dude, that is such. Like, I'm, I've been that way. Like, I feel universally I get along with everyone. I, leave I, a good, I, I feel I, like I leave good impressions on people. I, I, I don't. I have never found nobody that hated me. I have people that I don't like, like I don't, I don't fuck with them, like, but I can be civil with them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm like, like there's people I to this day that I see not often but regularly, like I don't fuck with you, but I'm like, hey, what's going on? No, I have I'm nothing else to say to you, have, like, but I'm not gonna be like, fuck you, I'm gonna see you in the parking lot type of shit. Dude, I met one dude at work right who had such a vitriol for me that he, uh, you ever seen Die of a Wimpy Kid? No. Well, there's this thing in that movie called the cheese touch, where when you touch the cheese, bro, nobody can fuck with you. Nobody sees you. You're invisible. Yeah, I don't know about that. And he pretty much played that game with me, like as a grown man, very recently. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying to me. So, 
uh, he just pretended I didn't exist. He pretended I was invisible. Like, we're playing a children's game oh, where Gus okay. is invisible. Yeah. Oh, hey, Gus. You know how you overcome that? You just pretend like it's just a normal, regular ass day. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, in the moment when it happened, right? Because generally, I've never met anybody who ever... You know, you know, not to cut, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. But yeah, because that fucked up like my entire universe for like a while. Uh, not in terms of like... Um, It made me start like self-fucking-examining like, but damn, am I doing something wrong? Like, why, why does this dude think this way? Why does this? Like, I don't get it. I've never been in this situation. It was such uh, an alien concept, bro, that it just completely threw off my equilibrium. And then, like you said, I ended up just kind of, like, coming to terms with it. Like, well, you know what? This is this dude's problem. I'm going to go about my day. It's fine. Yeah. But at the moment, bro, for, like, a couple of weeks, like, because me and this dude worked, like, sitting at, like, a fucking podium and shit right next to each other. It was weird as shit. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's mind games right there they're trying to play. A lot of people play that in their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to say is, like, I have people that I don't fucking like. There is people. Most of them, I've encountered them, like, at work. Like, there's one dude that I used to work with before I got my job, my promotion. He was the fucking bullshit. Like, he just bullshits. And I'm like, listen, like, you know, if somebody's really honest or telling you the truth about things, and you know when people are bullshit, like, you get that feeling, right? You can read through the bullshit. And I was like, bro, everybody may know you as so-and-so. Nah, I know you're full of shit. And, and I was like, my boss was like, hey, how was working out there? I was like, ah, oh, no, nah, it fucking sucked. And I told him exactly why I felt that way. He was like, "Okay, I won't, I won't make you go out there anymore." I was like, "Cool," you know. And I was like, "If he tells him, I have no problem with him knowing." So I think he found out, and we and him don't talk. Like we'll be civil, like because we have to be civil. We're playing workplace politics now, or so back then, and we're like, "Yep, yeah, how's he doing? Cool, we're done." There's people that 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 I'm that I have that in my life where I'm like, "Hey, listen, cool, we're part of a team together." I have no interest in talking to you other than that. I don't like people that come off as like, oh, uh, I have, I am this and this and this and this and this and they're nothing. Like people that fucking fake it. Like nowadays, people are just like, oh, you know, I know so and so. I got this and I got this and I have this and I'm and I'm this and I'm like, if you have all that going on for you, why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? He's like, I got my own business. I guess. Why are you here? You like making what was he making? Like fourteen dollars an hour? Is that what you like to do? You got so much goddamn money, you need to make $14 an hour? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're in the exact same situation right now. Everything you just said doesn't matter because we're right next to each other and I'm doing none of that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and that's, there's, I don't, I don't have a hatred for him. I just don't like that trait of him, personal, his personality. Mm-hmm. If he got rid of it, I'd be cool with him. But, you know, it's just that, like, I don't like, I don't dislike people. I dislike things about their personalities. Yeah, do you ever like examine your own flaws? It's hard. Bro, I know mine to the T. I've realized them like slowly that like something I do really bad is um disingenuous greetings. That's anybody though. Like, but really fucking bad. Like when someone <laughs> <Are> you fucking <laughs> fucking hug them and dab them up. Nah, and dude, shit like and... even like in passing, like at work. Cause I've been at the same job for like a couple years now. So like, you mm-hmm. know, when you're walking past, there's like thirty people. Yo, what's up? Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? Da da da. All this shit. I have like three responses. How you know you what? Doing? You know what I have. I have this problem. I don't say hi to a lot of people 
because in my mind, I'm thinking of something else, and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to say hi to people. Yeah. I have that. Where I be like, you don't acknowledge everybody. Yeah, and it's not on purpose. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. about something, and then I'm like, oh shit, I didn't say hi to nobody. And then I'm like, it's too late now. I can't do it now. It's over. The, the time for saying hello is already passed. No, no. See, but there's that, which isn't good. But at the same time, what I do is say, you say, what's up? Hi, what's up, man? Or how's your day going? Same old shit. Same old shit. Another day. Whatever, right? Every mm-hmm. now and then someone will throw a curveball in and there'll be like an extra part, like an extra little fucking adjective on it or some shit. <laughs> and just what I say makes zero sense and I got to stop and go like, wait, 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 what the fuck? Yeah, because you're just, you're, you don't have a connection with those people. You're just right. regurgitating, uh, like going on a, a drive through menu. You're like, hey, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Yeah. You don't really give a fuck what the order is. You're just like. I know. I just feel bad, though, because like how you said, like how you want to grow. Like, I feel like. Then what you should do is you should take time to ask them about them and get to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really do care about their friendship like that, you should sit there like, hey, how was your weekend? Well, yeah, because like I said, I've been at the same job for years. So some of these people are like. Do you know their names at least? Yeah. So then you should be like, hey, name, what, how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Or, or like, you know, there's people that like, like, for example, like my positions in, in my past couple of jobs, I've had to be the person that's in, kind of in charge. So one of the things that I got really good at was breaking the ice with people. Mm-hmm. So I can, I've had, I, I've, I've had new, new, new employees come in and even like my guys now, like I have, have no idea what their life is about, but I, I make. You know, a, a way to get to know them. So interpersonal connections. Yeah, and I, and, and I have a I I want to be friends with all of them. You know, I do want to be friends with all of them. Honestly, um, am I gonna be like at their fucking child's child's birth when they have a child? Maybe not, but maybe I will be. But you know, I want to be at least aware and make them feel like they matter. Mm-hmm. So what I do, I'm like, hey, well, tell me about yourself, or I ask them questions, or I try, I try to find bridges we can relate on for interests. You know what I mean? And you realize that you you have a lot more in common with a lot of people than you than you than you than you would assume you do, you know. Like, like um, uh, one of my guys loves barbecuing. I love learning about barbecuing, so we talk about barbecuing. Another guy has, you know, like you never know. Each person is a whole different world that you're getting into that you know nothing about. You know, and that's kind of the thing that I was telling uh, uh, a friend of mine a long time ago. Well, maybe uh, maybe about a month ago. One of the new, newer guys. I was like, this world is worlds that you know nothing about. And you can venture into all these different worlds and learn about them. Or you can just sit there and not learn shit and just be a piece of shit all the rest of your life. And I was like, you know, you can take time. And, and maybe, you meet, maybe you meet my friend. And you're like, he's not going to teach me shit. He's probably just a fucking normal as me. But then you realize, oh, this dude knows blank. He knows a lot about it. Oh yeah, he's such an interesting guy. And then you don't know what your how how that goes. You know, maybe you become making a podcast with him. You never know because you're not getting to know anyone. You're assuming who they are before you even give them a chance. And then you don't kind of figure out their personalities. It's so weird how relationships work, bro. Because just in terms of you <clears throat> being in this chair, like if mm-hmm. we had first met, would you ever think we'd be in this situation? Now, when I first met you, I didn't know how the dynamics of you and Denise were going. So I was like, I'm going to be, hey, how you doing? And then kind of like, yeah. And then like most of the time, like I said, when I'm around, I'm in my own mind half the time. So I'm not really like fully paying attention to everything. So I'm mostly quiet. And then like when I'm not fucking all in there, I'll talk and, and, and stuff. But I think that's my defect where I just like gray out and I'm 
thinking of of something else. Yeah, I think that comes back to my fault because even when I met you, like, um, I'm the kind of person where I don't speak a lot if I feel like I'm not going to invest a lot into a conversation. I'm not really yeah. good at small talk. Yeah, most people aren't. So that's why I kind of I choose to kind of keep things brief, just stay to myself. I got to be really comfortable around people to kind of come out of my shell. I think also I think we're we're a hard family to adjust to. Mm-hmm. I think we're 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 not a hateful family. We're just uh we all been around each other for so long that adding another person takes a little time, you yeah. know. And then once you're in there, we got you. But it takes a little. You don't just day one you're in. You know, you got we got to work you in and understand you. You know, because you didn't grow up with us, so mm-hmm. you don't know what it's like to be every, like remember yesterday you were like the hand gesture thing like yeah, yeah we all do that yeah. but you know you're on the inside coming in so now you're understanding that's just a normal part of how we are other people might see that like god damn that must be like maybe like hostile you know what i mean i will say though like yeah it was like that with the younger cousins like you and alex and liz and stuff that mm-hmm. take a while for you guys to warm up but like your aunts and uncles and your parents even they were very i feel like they took to me very quickly and i felt like warm like welcomed yeah, it's because they also have a different relationship with you. Yeah. Like they, 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 they see you as a person, and they want you to feel welcome. We're gonna develop a, a friendship with you, mm-hmm. you know, and that takes time because we got to figure out the, the complexities of how it works out, find out what they have in common, you know. And I think that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah. nobody was like, "Why is he here?" type of thing. People were just <laughs> like, "Do you know anything about him? Like, what is he into?" type of shit. We would ask Denise, you know, because it's awkward to be like, "So, Chris." Tell me about yourself fucking day one. It's like weird. a job interview. Yeah, it's like a job interview. We don't yeah, want you yeah. to feel well, awkward. But even like Liz, she brings her friends or when she bought her boyfriend, nobody was like mean to him. People were just like, oh, what are you into? Oh, you know, everybody was like welcoming, but we weren't like, we were letting, waiting for, we were really waiting for Denise to Lion King you to us type of thing. She's not very good at that. Right now. That's why it took forever. Yeah. And even like when Lizzie brought her boyfriend. We were like, you got to like Lion King and show him to us type of thing. You know, we can't you know how I introduced uh, Denise to my parents? I, I always remember this because I thought of this line like weeks in advance. Wow. Uh, she walks in the front door. She's next to me. Mom and dad are right here. And uh, I was like, uh, I was like, mom, dad, this is my woman. Woman, this is my mom and my dad. And that was my intro. Mm, I mean, it's effective. It's effective. Man. But, um. You My know, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Being a penis man. <laughs> a penis having man. But does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get you. You know, it's not like anybody we we're, we're not a we're not a hateful family. We have our squabbles between each other. Or our could be squabbles that just turn into weird bullshit. My uh my mom's family, they've got like she had like thirteen brothers and sisters. Holy shit. My dad's side he had like five brothers. I've got like fifty something first cousins, Jesus so Christ. like I understand the dynamics of like. Oh, we're a very small family. Yes, yeah, so like, but I've seen everything with families. I've yeah, I'm not really close to anybody. I kind of stay to myself on my own mm-hmm. little island. My mom was one of the youngest children, so because of that, I don't have a very good relationship with. I never had a really close relationship with the grandparents. When you're mm-hmm. number forty, you know, forty one, it's not that yeah. exciting anymore. But because of that, like. I've really taken to your guys' family. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have that, like, tight-knit feeling, like, all around. Yeah, we're so small that, that it is. And we all, you know, we all have, like, we don't see each other every day. But we all, if you call them, people will react. No, no, but that's why, like, last night for me was, like, really cool. Like, that was really nice for me. Yeah, it was nice for everybody. I don't know. It hasn't been, it's been a while since we all did stuff like that. I mean, obviously, we did Thanksgiving. We're about to do Christmas. <laughs> it was New Year's after that. 
But no. I want to go ahead and jump back into the topics. So we finished the movie clearly like fucking yeah. 50 minutes ago. There's not much there. No. I mean, it, I feel like we danced around topics around it for about a good hour. I just, to take away subject or take away takes on it, like finishing takes on it, I think it was a cool idea that was half-assed. The guy clearly doesn't have his heart in, into horror. Um, I think he is a good director, though. I think he has a lot of potential, and I think that if he would have had like a partner that would have helped him create something better, it would have been maybe not an hour and a half long, maybe about two hours or so, but it would have been a greater movie. I think that <clears throat> generally it's a well-received movie. I think a lot of people think it's a good horror film. Ugh. Okay. I like I looked that up just to make sure, but I'm fairly certain like it's like well-received. A zero on Rotten Tomatoes? You're like, oh, never mind now. <laughs> Take that back. Oh, did I say great? I meant grape, as in the fruit. <laughs> uh, 90% Rotten Tomatoes, man. Yeah, but I don't go off of other people's opinions like that. Exactly, but like, generally. Actually, I, I lie. Like, I'll, I'll look at it and be like, oh, it's probably shitty. I should probably watch it. <laughs> well, that doesn't have to sway your opinion, but you do have to have an understanding of how the world received it outside of yourself. Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think it was this flawless horror film. Um, but I do think the atmosphere, clearly we both said that. We both enjoyed the atmosphere. Yes. I, I had moments that I did enjoy this movie. There was some great shock imagery in it. Being like when the woman sitting shocking. on the rock, when the fucking crow's biting on her titty because she thought she was breastfeeding a baby. That was cool. Or when, I think the best part for me in the movie was literally when the witch killed the baby, whatever, and then ascended into the moon. Like you can see her flying into the moon. That was a good fucking shot. That was actually clean as fuck. I remember that. That, is that was cool. a good shot. I was like, holy fuck. The guy knows what he's doing. And then it didn't really turn into that. But there's little things. Like I watched a couple of reviews after the fact just to kind of like see if there was things that I missed. You know what fucked it up for me? The last scene when they all kind of just take off zero gravity. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, it did look like you said it best when somebody hit the button and they all just started <laughs> just fucking... Start fucking flying in there. I was I was laughing too. The girl was laughing. I was laughing. Mm-hmm. The fucking goes just standing there watching, like, oh shit, oh fuck. <laughs> so we'll do a throwback. What do you rate it one to six? By six. I used to say uh, when I first started these podcasts, I did one to six inches. Oh, uh. because and it sounds like I'm like referencing a dick, but low key, I uh, googled what's the length of the average American taco, and it was six inches. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I, I guess. so, one to six. Oh, for Dead Taco. Um, I give it a solid four. I hear you. Four to six. 80%. I think that's a fair assessment. I give, I like that. I would go probably five, though, just in terms of I feel like it's above most what I consider four. Mm-hmm. I, I would give everything a four until they give me what I was telling you about. I need mm-hmm. some characters to have some sort of non they look like they're fucking little goats just wandering into shit like mm-hmm. they need to have some sort of ration on, some, and, or some sort of mind where they actually sit back and like hey let's think about this you know let's figure some shit out that Why is, is <clears throat> that is the biggest flaw i think that's centrally the main character she doesn't have a drive there's nothing she was the most reactionary character in the story yeah because the dad you know he's just surviving yeah, he's got mom. She's him. raising her kids, even though we don't really see her raise her kids. She's just much. there to. She's bitch. just kind of wallowing. She's there to bitch. Yeah, basically that's her character. The son, he's helping his dad out, trying to do random shit around. He's trying to get his approval. Yes. And the kids, I mean, they're kids. They're just fucking off, ruining the plot. 
<laughs> uh, but no. So outside of that, though, there were a couple of current events I wanted to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. So first and foremost, uh, we talked about a little bit before was the uh, the guy with the truck, guy from Colorado. Hispanic oh yeah, yeah, the truck driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his brakes went out. He ignored like a truck passing, I guess, and his brakes went out. So instead of going through the exit ramp or whatever he could have took, he just rammed into some cars. Mm-hmm. And this happened in 2019 in Colorado. Killed like four people, injured like 16 or something like that. Jesus Christ. But he got sentenced to 110 years in prison. What were the charges? Fucking probably manslaughter, bro, and negligence, I would assume. But if it's it's something like that, how can they... It's not like he went there and cut his brake. So... Yeah, that's all it Was says. he, like, under the... Was he under the influence, or... Before he was sentenced, he tried his best to avoid the vehicles, stopped on the road, but couldn't avoid them all. What do you have a public a public fucking defender? Like where is his what is his lawyer's what was his lawyer's defense? During the sentencing, the judge acknowledged that he didn't intend to harm anyone, but under guidelines set by law, his sentence could be no less than 110 years. Reckless behavior that killed my husband. Found guilty of reckless behavior that killed a husband. What was the reckless behavior, though? If his, line, if his brake lines got cut, what the fuck did they expect him to do? That's what I'm saying. I have no idea. I guess that's part of the controversy. I mean, listen, there's a lot of ways to interpret this. The legal system has never been kind to minorities, honestly. Um, and we also don't know the, the complete story. So yeah. if he was under the influence or if he was fucking, like, uh, you know, we can sit here and fight on both sides. We could make cases for him being innocent. We could make cases for him being. Oh wait, go back to that fiery semi. I think that was the one that I that I saw, the fiery semi along four thirty five. Oh, no, I think Kansas was, City. No, that wasn't it. That was last week. Oh, no, not what I meant to do. I'm trying to find more information because let me let me, be let, a me let me listen to listen to what I'm about to say. Okay, listen to what I'm about to say. I'm gonna give you a really weird scenario. My friend moved to Oklahoma. Yeah, she had a going away party. Going away party. So it was down in, in Grandview. No, it was down in Belton. So I go see them. Don't drink anything. I just have like this little lemonade. She's like, hey, okay. It was over like a 9, 10. All right, everybody went home. Driving back, take 435 to 69. 69 south meets 35 north, right? You know how it's five lanes? Yes. Okay. So I'm in, I, I'm, I cross over. I'm in the middle lane. We're slowly starting to lose one lane. You know, it's flat. It's a little bit of a hill, but you, it, it literally just, just a little bit of a hill, right? I see a semi, maybe like 30 feet away. And, you know, I'm just driving home. I'm a little ready to go to bed. I see the semi buck. And then it, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I just see it slide all the way to the end where the barrier is. Now, mind you, that freeway is very wide when it comes to that median because they built that stupidly and they gave it all this extra space that they could have put an extra lane in, right? So it goes from the middle lane that we were both in the middle lane all the way to the barrier, crashes into the barrier. I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And I'm like, it looked like it hit ice. You know when trucks slip on ice? Yeah. It just goes and slides all the way there, crashes, okay? I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, that's impossible. There's not even ice out. I'm like, it must have... It was like it can't, if, it, if it popped a tire, it doesn't matter. The thing has like fifteen fucking tires, so it's not that it could have pulled over. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, it must have run. It must have. What I was thinking when I, before I got there, a car must have been next to it. It didn't see it. It fucking hit it and it rolled it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just skidded off to the side. So I went back yesterday over the over the area where it was. There is tire marks in the middle of the fucking freeway that you can see that it clearly skids off over to that side. Yes. Okay. I went back and verified that because I was like, I need to know. So remind you of that. When I pulled up to the the truck, there was debris of something, a little like car parts, like car debris all over the freeway. And further up more was the semi. When I get to it, I see the semi on top of this fucking little racer car looking thing. The car's on fire. It's fucked. I'm like, I stop and I'm like, yeah, this guy's fucked. No offense, but that motherfucker's done. Um, the other guy, I don't know if he got out or not, but there was fire under the truck, the, tr- the, the semi. So I'm like, that shit's the fuel line there or the fuel container. That shit's going to blow up. I need to get. So I keep driving. There's like fucking a bunch of cars pulling over and shit. And I'm assuming they're calling 911 or whatever. I'm like, I'm going to go. That guy's fucking barbecue at this point. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> yeah. So I just go ahead and head on home. I get home and I look at the news. They were like, the semi hit a car on the side of the freeway. And crashed into it. I'm like, that's impossible. I saw the semi in the middle of the freeway swerve over and crash. There's tire tracks on the middle of the freeway. Mm-hmm. That's that's an impossible narrative. Looked at another fucking newscast. It hit a, a parked car on the side of the freeway. And then it caused an accident. I'm like, that is not possible. I saw it happen. Mm-hmm. My parents, I sat them down. And I told four different people the same story. And then my dad was like, Maybe there was a parked car on the freeway. And I was like, okay, that's impossible. Nobody does that. Secondly, there was traffic around us. It was nobody there. It would have seen other cars stopping. It's not a hill. It's it's a flat part of the freeway. You would be that high up. You would see it with your lights on. That's not possible. If it was to hit the car, it would smash into it, not drag it. Right? And then uh, I was like... I don't know why there would be a reason to, 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 to lie about this, but there seems to be something that I can't... Something doesn't feel like the story is nice and tight. It fans out. Something is off here because how physically that's not possible. Nobody does that. There was no car on the side of the road because the motherfucker was in the middle of the freeway. Mm-hmm. The accident happened. I saw it all with my own eyes happen. But the report of nobody was injured, nobody died was the news reports two days later on the, on the news. You know what you just explained to me? What? Simulation theory. Oh, yeah. The Matrix, bro. Yeah, the fucking Keanu Reeves (laughs) got it again. The guy fucked around on the laptop, spilled his coffee, manifested a car on the side of the road. And he's like, let me just cover this up and put in some some cheat codes. That's right. Let me just change the newscast real quick. Okay. How else do you explain it? I can't. That's why I'm still... It's been a week or two weeks, and I'm still trying to figure it out. It's in the back of my brain. I'm still trying to rationalize... What scenario could have played out to make them say that that happened the way I saw it and it to be a tight-knit story for me? Okay, so let me, like, recap. So you saw the truck veer off to the side of the road. You yes. never saw the car on the side of the road that it, they're alleging the truck fucking rammed into. Yes, because it would be impossible for it to hit a, a car on the side of the road when the semi was in the middle of the freeway and then just hit a, a hard swerve over to the fucking thing. Okay, but keep in mind, a semi is how long? 40 feet? I don't know. Depends on how 30 big, feet. Depends on what kind of semi. It's a long truck. Yeah. So while it's swerving in front of you, is it not possible that your view is obstructed to see something further down the road? It would be if it wasn't a flat part of the freeway. 
I thirty five going towards seventy fifth street is flat. It's a flat downhill. I know, but maybe it was far enough that you, your vantage couldn't even see that far. I was down only the road. like I wasn't that far behind it though. That's why I got to see everything. Mm-hmm. But I just was like it just happened so fast where it went boom, er, boom. I was like, what the fuck? And I slowed down at that time to complete stop. And I had people behind me started slowing down. And I was like, did this motherfucker just like roll off to the side of the road like if it was on ice? I was like, it's impossible. There's no ice here. But so you said you saw the car under the truck. I saw a well, yeah, it was on fucking fire. So like, how did how did he hit the car? I'm telling you, the only logical thing that I can think of is that he was trying to merge over to the next fucking lane, didn't see the car because it was a small little car. It was a little racer car. It wasn't like a big fucking SUV. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those little racer cars, and it fucking cr- went over, fucking smashed it because it's so low. It probably hopped over it, and the fucking car took off. Yeah, and you're saying the news is saying that the car was like parked there, and he just ran it over. Yeah, like the guy was fucking on the side of the road just looking for cars to hit. Like I'm like, that's impossible. So, are you questioning the narrative or the physics of how it happened? I'm not questioning the physics. I saw it happen. Okay. I'm questioning the narrative and the reporting. Hmm. You think maybe, like, the driver got in front of the story and his company, like, in terms of lawsuits, made some shit up? Then again, why would they say he had a park cart? Yeah, that doesn't make any they're, sense. Either way, they're, they're, either way, he's losing his license. There's no if answer what's about it. Yeah. Maybe one is like uh, a legal thing. One explanation like makes them more culpable than the other. Maybe, could be, but either way, like it just doesn't make sense if you get what I'm saying. Like yeah, it is, yeah. it's not a big thing. Like I'm not gonna stay up at night and just be in my bed like fucking trying to figure it out. But it's just something that I that I ration about, and I'm like, if this happened like this, what other things has it happened on? Probably a fuck ton. But you see what I'm saying though. Mm-hmm. So that kind of can't be like the news is 100% accurate all the time type of thing. I mean, I feel like you should have that skepticism regardless. But that reinforced it. You yeah. know, you can't just discredit people being like, oh, they just they just hate the news. They're fucking ignorant. Like maybe there is on there. Maybe they're onto something. That's true. Maybe not to an extent. That's crazy. But maybe they're onto something that lazy reporting. There wasn't any news trucks there. There was I saw it all. They were just sitting on the desk taking people's accounts, you know. Hmm. And then you don't know what politics is going to play. Maybe that guy's dad was a police officer. He's like, nope, it was good to, go, good to go. You know, but then how do you cover something up that big? But then it goes into a different thing. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah, it definitely. Like I said, it kind of relates back to what I said about like the dude I worked with. Like I feel like when he didn't like me, it kind of threw the equilibrium off. Like all of a sudden there was balance, and now it's kind of shaky. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah, it's just something interesting because you're relating to that guy. But that guy, it's either. He got there's more to it that shit than we know, or they were just playing like, listen, this motherfucker ain't going out. His last name is Hernandez, hundred years. You know, it is what it is. You can say that. Well, I was what I was getting to that was. Do you think that's just no? So okay, omitting details that we don't know. We don't know if he was under the influence. We don't know if he was speeding. Yeah, just, there's a lot of things we don't. Maybe it's justified, but maybe it not. It isn't. Like we're not there. We're not judging or uh, an executioner, so we can't really set the bar. Does it seem excessive? It does seem excessive. We don't know all the facts. Could it be racially motivated? Could be. I don't put it past them. You know what I mean? Hmm. There's and there's 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 a documented history of minorities, black people, getting extremely harsher sentencing than their white counterparts for the same crime. I just wanted to get to this last fucking thing I want to talk about. Oh, okay. 
So in India, bro. A dog, a monkey killed 250 fucking dogs? There's like a group of monkeys in India that have decided to go on a genocide of dogs. Why? Apparently from this story I read, um, this was on Yahoo News. This is not just some random fucking. That's the New York Post. I wouldn't take what they say is accurate reporting. In a small Indian village, a pack of murderous monkeys have started a war with the local canines. Around 250 dogs have been dragged to the tops of buildings and trees and dropped by a crew of raging primates that are apparently furious with the pups after they killed one of their babies. Yeah, is there anybody else reporting on this other than your post? You got any other sources? It was on Yahoo. It's literally the only source I got. I uh, assume anything on Yahoo is Bible. I would disagree. It was in the big picture, not just, not just the little like. I would, I would, I would, I would disagree until you find other resources that are saying the same thing. And they've done this in a month. Okay. Villagers told the outlet the killing started about a month ago when a few dogs killed an infant monkey. And since then, the moment that dog is spotted, monkeys are apparently snatching up the pups and dragging them somewhere high to drop to their deaths. There's a picture of it happening. Matter of fact, screen share. You see that monkey's asshole holding yeah. a dog? Evidence. I mean, eh, maybe. I've seen weird shit. No, I just thought that was a weird fucking story, bro. It's begun. Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that's going to end real fucking quick, too. I know, dude. We'd fuck up the apes. Not even that. What do you mean? It wouldn't even get that far. Have you seen, like, videos of, like, monkeys holding spears, like, for fishing? Yeah, but that's just using a tool. There's animals that that use other animals as hunting as hunting accessories. That's true. So it's not anything crazy. Listen, bro, it's fucking clickbait. It's a tie, it's a it's eye catcher. I mean, literally you could you could like like you could take that picture. Like say there was a picture of a dog and a monkey that lived together, like at at a residence. And you could tell a story where you could be bros. like, Oh my god, this dog and this monkey fucking fought it like World War Two type of shit. Or right, someone's got a video of like the monkey carrying the dog, like, look, some this monkey this monkey's trying to show this dog the sights. <laughs> Or yeah, you, you know, you can just like unless you see other people recording that story, like they could make shit up. Like this monkey was holding this dog to save it, and you're like, he killed it. You know, like it's it's so fucking hard. So you like refuse to believe that it's a thing. I don't refuse to believe it. I just am skeptical. Yeah, see, as me, I'm all in. I've already like started the monkey revolution in my head. Yeah, in India of all places, though. So. It's the most believable place it would happen. Oh, no. They're not even near any jungle. It's those desert monkeys. That sounds racist. (laughs) (laughs) It does in context. Yeah. But no. I don't know. I just got excited when I saw the title. Something random. Because I just, like, have the image in my head of, like, these monkeys just, like, fucking systematically, like, yo, this is the tree we're picking. This is the building. This is the mountain. I don't know, my guy. I mean, it's 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 not impossible, but it's very unlikely that dogs are just like, well, go ahead and grab us, you know. So like, you have a very close relationship with your dog. Yeah, my dog though. My, the thing about it is like, unless there's, like, say there's a pack of dogs, depending on how big the dogs are and what kind of dogs they are, those monkeys ain't getting near them. Like, imagine a fucking pack of huskies. 
Yeah, that was something they I They would tear that motherfucker in that's half. What I, that's what I was telling somebody when I was talking about this. Like, have you that, ever seen Steve's dad's dog? No. Things like a fucking tank. I know. That's what I was saying. I think maybe... I don't understand. This is other excerpts we don't know. In India, like, I would assume that it's uh, it's a impoverished country, right? Or are yeah. they, like, thriving? I mean, they're thriving in some things. They have the caste system, but where it's low, it's really fucking low. They have low. a nuclear program. But what I'm saying is, like, they have people that probably aren't the most healthy. So I would assume right. that their animals are probably in worse shape. Maybe. So they're not, they don't necessarily have these massive fucking. I mean, if they're pets. that bad, they don't probably even have pets. I mean, they're there because monkeys are throwing <laughs> them from buildings. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. But on that note, bro, we're going to go ahead and probably wrap this up. Yeah. Because it's been about close to two and a half hours. That's fine. Um, so guys, uh, Gus, thank you for being here first no and problem. foremost, man. This was a very fun conversation. Uh, make sure you guys are following all the social media stuff, the Instagram, Death Taco Pod, TikTok, same name. Um, like the YouTube page, Death Taco Podcast. Twitch is also Death Taco Podcast, all one word. And, uh, I also started getting a couple emails from people sending me their songs. Good. But it's very sparse. So, guys, once again, I'm reiterating. Send me music on Gmail at deathtacopod at gmail.com, and I'll start a live stream. We'll react to your music live on stream. So just send me a SoundCloud link. Send me a YouTube video of a specific.